0: And welcome to episode 130 of RPG Digest. In segment one of this live stream formatted podcast, we provide first look introductions or deep dive read throughs of tabletop role playing games, also known as TTRPGs. In segment two, we provide overviews, fundamentals, and the occasional how to of systems, settings, and the mechanics of various tabletop RPGs. Of course, we'll spice up those segments with our own thoughts, experiences, and opinions. I am John Max Leoshlow, your favorite curmudgeon, critic, and judge. Along with me as usual is the man who went off on Kevin Sembita for 12 minutes. Brett, <laughs> Heathen Dog Christomer. How are you today, sir?
1: I am well. I hope everyone is. Uh about that 12 minutes, it was it was peak internet. That was it. I mean, uh the, I can die now and the the a footnote of my life. Some some people are like Hitler, kill 6 million people, get get a footnote. I make make fun of a legend. Everybody's laughing. I get my footnote.
0: I win. <laughs> I win. It's great. I didn't even realize it had been 12 minutes. I know you'd, you'd been talking for a bit. And even at, at one point, the reason I, I kind of cut you off, if you want to call it that, was because I'm like, I don't know if Kevin remembers what the original question was. It was no question. That was the thing. <laughs> it, was, it was just me. It was just me
1: like unloading. All the stuff I hate about those four OCCs, all of it.
0: It's it. like it's like 35 years of just here it comes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Crafty. He's a member for 27 months. It's Sunday, have you tithed today? Uh, wait, what? I don't have any interest in. Oh. Who's that? no it's just somebody some people don't like that it's ttrpg and rpg and i'll say the same thing that i said to lanasa computer games are a billion dollar industry tabletop games are not yeah, they, they won this one they can have the rpg moniker <laughs> crpg well that, that's a computer rpg no it means classic rpg jrpg is a japanese rpg yeah i i, I give the i give that win to the computer game nerds they can have that but uh, yeah, Lenas, I don't know if you know who Justin Lenas is. If you don't, you're better off for it. Um, okay. He went off on me about a year or so ago. He's like, don't you dare call it that. I'm like, yeah, go after yourself. Oh. <laughs> All right. But uh, yeah, um, I thought, actually, I had a great time. Do you guys, I mean, it's one of the things I like, said in the Friday Chill Stream, and I've been saying to people who I've chatted with on the side, it's like, I believe they gave us five hours. Yeah. Wasn't and we're, and supposed we're to be kind like of willing minutes? to give more they were what wasn't it supposed to be like 45 minutes no 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 I, I, my guess was that it was gonna be two and a half to three hours you know mm. kind of planned for two and then you know hopefully you know we we spur them on to stay you know maybe two and a half kind of like last time uh but no they were here for five hours and even after the fact like yeah we could have stayed a little longer <laughs> like well i don't know what more we would have talked about because i think we really did uh hash everything out that we needed to anyway and we asked a bunch of your questions. Yeah, we didn't ask every little thing, like, you know, what he should name an orc or whatever. It isn't that I didn't have it prepared. It's just it was, there's was never really a spot for something like that. So, uh, But uh, I, I love their candor. You know, some people have comments about Sean being aggressive or whatever. It was funny because right after the stream ended, I had comments to me directly Actually got owned by Sean. Ah, cool. Sean got you. I'm like, okay, that's cool. All right. After about 20, not even 24 hours. After about 12 hours of that, it flipped the script. Sean's such a dick. Sean should never do this. Sean, blah, blah. <laughs> hey, you know what? I,
1: I I said it after the stream. I mean, uh, he, you you could tell he was angry, but you could also tell it was controlled. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I mean, I don't
0: know if he's angry. I think he. I think cool. it just. It, really bothers him because the that question or concept keeps coming up and he keeps yes. having to answer
1: yes i mean uh he it's it's obvious that he's passionate about it and
0: and uh that that re, that really came through on the watch yep, yep. yeah and I'm, and I'm glad I, I'm glad it wasn't corporate doublespeak and I'm glad yeah. they're honest about things like, Hey, that's a business decision we have to make, uh, or, you know, we'd love to do it, but we're just two people. That's kind of a mantra that, uh, I have been holding yeah. to this week when I've been talking with people, I really wish they'd do this. I'd really wish they'd do that. Okay. They're two people. How do you think they should prioritize things? Yeah. Everyone
1: else that they, that they work, that work for them are contractors. Everyone else.
0: Yeah. Freelancers, contractors. Yeah.
1: yeah that's what they do. I mean, like they need art. And, and we, we can't do it. We got to contract that out. So nobody really works for palladium except for those two people. Everyone can freelance or contract for palladium.
0: Well, but, he does have other employees. Yeah. Like Wayne. I think I'm pretty sure Wayne's an employee.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, um, you, you need, you need end people, you know, yeah. to do the books and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: But no, but, I, I, I had a great work. time part of me didn't want it to end but let's be honest i mean five hours a time i can handle eight hour streams i've done it quite a few times before but uh you know that's when things kind of start to derail a little bit i think we ended it when it was good i really appreciated them being here i hope to do it again uh they seem like they liked it and we you know when we talked after the fact obviously that secret sauce stuff special just for us but uh no they, they seem like uh they were good. There was no animosity for those who think that there was some animosity between like me and Sean, none or, or Kevin and, 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 uh, he dog over there. there, mean, was there no, none? no, not at all. But, uh, so thanks again to Kevin and Sean for, for giving us that time. I hope you guys like those videos. Members have the entirety of the live stream all in one shot with the chat. So you can see what was said in comments. Yeah. Uh, apparently
1: see, I, I wasn't looking at chat during my 12 minute rant. I wasn't oh. looking at chat at all, but, but apparently chat was like, dude, what the heck are you doing? <laughs> what do you calm down, man?
0: <laughs> Take some Xanax something. Now to be fair for, on the public side of things, I didn't cut out a second. Okay. I may have cut out a second. That was just like waiting for the intro to start or waiting for the outro to end or, you know, or after the outro, but I, I didn't They'll cut a talking. second of yeah. Time. Um, uh, And I did that intentionally because I didn't really think that, you know, I know I had broken it into kind of segments, like what we want to talk about here, what we want to talk about there. But again, I really prefer the conversational format. It kind of shows in the views segment two, if you want to call it that it's got the least views, just kind of the Q Mm and a, but the conversational side of it was, was absolutely fun. And Hey, I, I hope it inspired people to buy more palladium books. Obviously. Uh, i love that episode and watch it all again this week uh in the split feed okay so he's watched both yep interview is amazing i have sorry i got a really small on my screen right now but uh that coming from both sides okay cool yeah I, I had some people ask me questions like how do you prepare for an interview like that or like do you uh, like you're really good at this how long have you been doing like like this is like our fourth time
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> we've done it before i mean uh i i wasn't here for the first sean interview
0: yeah, that yeah, one that say. one uh, got a little derailed because uh, I, no, I don't want to say derailed. That one didn't follow the script, so to speak, because Sean just started. Going, but it was still a good conversation and nobody's the wiser on that one. Uh, but I remember talking to Heath and I said, well, I had kind of planned like an, an order of operations I wanted to do. And right off the bat, I was like, well, that's done. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, that that happens. So, but to be fair. Well, we've talked to Grimm. We've talked to Mark McKinnon. We've talked to, I mean, talked to Venger. Um, yeah, Kevin and Sean, we haven't really talked with anybody else, have we? So it's not like we do this constantly for the interview side. And, and I, got, I got to reiterate this. I'm not a fan of interviews. I don't because I feel like we got you questions in there, whatever. I like the more conversational tone. And of the bigger creators, if you want to call them that, I think Kevin and Mark McKinnon were fabulous for that. I said fabulous.
1: You did. Fabulous. (laughs) Outstanding. Goodness gracious me.
0: Anything else?
1: You're in the South. (laughs) Bless Bless her heart. (laughs) You know, your baby's ugly when, when a Southern woman goes,
0: Oh, bless her heart.
1: <laughs> you got an ugly baby.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else? Uh, anything interesting happening for you this week?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I told you before, before the stream started last night was a little rough. Um, after our, after our dirty casual stream, uh, I was up for another 15 minutes or so looking over the book and, uh, and my, my son came downstairs with a, a really bad stomach ache and gave him some medicine and, you know, patting his back, stuff like that you do for little kids, you know, stuff like that. And then after a while, he's like, something's wrong. And he goes to the bathroom. He starts throwing up. I go with him, you know, make, make making sure he doesn't because when, when when I was a kid and I would throw up, I would throw up hard. I, I, I did not. It was either go big or go home. And uh, when I would throw up, uh, my mom would have to hold my head because I would lurch forward and beat myself against the porcelain.
0: uh, Darwinism, man.
1: (laughs) So, uh, he doesn't do that, thankfully, but I go in there just in case, you know, but, uh, yeah, he threw up and we know exactly what happened. He had too much candy. Uh, he has his own money. You know, he, uh, whenever he gets money for Christmas or birthday or whatever, he puts it in, in my old R2D2 piggy bank. And, uh, we, we went for a walk yesterday just to get out, you know, just go for a walk. And he's like, can I take some money in case we go to the store? I'm like, sure. Yeah. I thought he'd take a couple bucks. He took 10.
0: Hey, candy's expensive, man.
1: <laughs> no, it's candy. The candy he bought is not expensive. He just oh. bought a lot of it. He bought a lot See, of cheap that's candy. that's
0: thinking. That's like yes. I don't need to buy the expensive stuff. I can get more.
1: <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, he, he had too much candy. And uh, he paid for it. Of course, I paid for it too because I was up till 2.30. So that was rough. And, uh, yep. Yeah. So that happened to me. What about you? This, this week has to be fun. I mean, your, your work constantly gives you, uh, gives you more fodder.
0: I mean, it's other than good. slicing up my hands and damn near cutting off my thumb. You um, do that? so on one of the days, whatever it was, uh, I think it was Wednesday, like, hey, uh, folks downstairs really, really, really need some help. Okay, so I went down there and it was pulling cables. It's it's some it's security stuff, so that'd be extra secure. And they didn't set up to be extra secure. And for the record, I mentioned it when I went down there and helped them kind of do some of this. It's like this seems pretty just kind of thrown together. Like you got cables all over the place. Uh aren't you, aren't you gonna have to unplug some of these at some point? No, no, no. This is one stuff one size fits all. I'm like, oh, didn't know you could do that, but uh Hey, not my job. And guess what? They had to unplug a whole lot of cables that are bound together in no rhyme or reason. So we had to unbind them. Every room had 36 cables we had to unplug. Well, when they put the little holes, you know, for the uh, raised floor, so you can get down there and... Which drops and whatnot underneath. Yeah, uh, and and unplug the cables. They didn't put them in solidly because they have those little clips that you're supposed to bend under the floor so it can't come out. No, no, they didn't bend them. So, people, I, I wasn't even the worst of it, although my thumb is still pretty messed up right now. But uh, um, one of the other co workers, he, he had paper towels so full of blood. It's like, hey, go to the doctor or something. Like, ah, this will be fine. Like, this will be fine. You're like, you're bleeding out. I, mean, I don't know if you can see some of eh, that. I probably can't. But uh, no, I, can't I mean, see. I've got uh, one, two, three, four, five. That one was pretty bad. Six. And then the thumb one, which is finally healing now, thanks to all the Neosporin I'm putting in there, I can see colors of my flesh that I don't think you're supposed to be able to see. No,
1: no. See, I, I've got a paper cut on one finger, but it's my index finger right on the right here. So every time I press anything, it goes, aha. ha ha-ha, <laughs>
0: fucking sucks. Yeah, well, the but one God. guy, he had one right on his thumb,
1: right on that crease there. Oh, God, the crease. Yeah. Oh, uh, Jesus.
0: But uh, yeah. Anyway, I was like, and he, and here's the fun thing uh, of the cables that I removed: twelve were uh, copper, no big deal. Twenty-four were fiber. I'm like, dude, Man. we're throwing these fiber cables around. I bet you ten percent of them work when we're. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Those
1: the, the, those things. Oh no, they're they've, they've gotten a lot better over the No, Shut up. Well, they are. They're
0: much more flexible than they yeah, used yeah, to be. Still. I I,
1: I I took off channel three off the base. I told you that story, right?
0: I think so. I vaguely yeah. remember it, but not. uh
1: on on base at at Andrews in uh was it ninety five or ninety six? It was ninety six. Yeah, I think it was ninety six. Uh they they had a fiber optic connection merging with the uh the the local cable company that 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 uh serviced the entire base. So so the so the base commander could have channel three to give you know uh important information. Base or access whatnot. stuff, yeah. Yeah, base access stuff, stuff like that. Well, it, we, we were the communication squadron so they had to move it to another to another room so we had to move it i was not trained in fiber at all and this is old fiber this is like fiber glass fiber so if you bend it at all it just snaps yep and so i i took it off and it snapped because i didn't realize how delicate it was i took out channel three for like a week they <laughs> didn't have it channel three was gone
0: <laughs> hey what's the general what nobody knows uh and that was during general sam's time so he would probably he was uh from what i've heard because general light wasn't so bad but uh, general sam's i heard he was a grumpy person
1: yeah, he couldn't he couldn't get me because i wasn't trained in it oh but they still had me do it so i was like eh. Eh.
0: i mean to be fair with what we were doing i know i said a moment ago we were throwing we weren't really throwing them around but uh, I mean, some of the one of the rooms I did took probably 45 minutes to an hour just to unplug 36 cables because they were so intertwined. And part of the process was, oh, let's actually bundle these things together the way they're supposed to be. And I'm thinking it's too late now. But after this big shindig that's going on, how about we cut them, polish them and put them together at the right length? And no. how about this? Let's have a junction box right there. So I have to do is go pull it out, and they come out, and then, because uh, part of the security requirement is you have to put those caps back in and then tape over it. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Yeah, the caps are a pain in the butt, They're whatever, but you know what? It still saves a lot of time to go, pop that thing out, and then... Put... But hey, you know what? That's <laughs> what happens when, uh... uh you know we were airmen once right (laughs) it's what happens we tell airmen hey put some uh, plug some cables in and and uh and bind them up make it look neat okay (laughs) done i can't say i would have done anything different (laughs) so but other than that um you know as usual weeks are flying by really quickly but you know life is what life is so uh not getting anything done with my writing I'm I'm starting to debate now whether I should even bother with that and just start worrying about making some adventures and start running games again I don't know I'm decided but a house rule I have so many house rules that it's almost like making my own game anyway <laughs> and it's and it's all it's not because I don't have the ideas I finally actually cracked some of the codes and I got the idea I just don't have time to write I come home I pretty much need to take an old man nap I get up and then I have to lead you miss stuff and then it's bedtime again it's like oh, it went my writing
1: time Speaking of Legion and this stuff,
0: what are we talking about today? Well, today, uh, we're talking about the action scene in Conan. Action sk- scene. That sounds too movie-like. Well, I mean, it's it's a cinematic-style gameplay, so it doesn't bother me. And if you remember Mutant Chronicles, it plays similarly to M- Mutant Chronicles. However... <laughs> the book isn't presented like Mutant Chronicles. And I'll be honest, I skimmed through it about a week ago and I was going to do it again yesterday, but I uh, got wrapped up in too many other things like making YouTube shorts and playing warrior 5. And then Heathen Dog is going to talk to us about Rhesus. Any... Oh, I, I, I call I... it Rhesus. Rhesus. Rhesus, okay. You might be right. I don't know. rices Rhesus? Rhesus, Pieces. I don't know. Uh, anything RPG. But before we do that, I want to thank all of you wonderful people who support us monetarily. Your gracious donations help us provide giveaways, which we had a couple last week. I'm going to sneak in a couple more. Produce more content. What's that? Stop it. (laughs) And generally give back to the Legion of Myth community as a whole. Yeah, peanut butter cups, yeah. (laughs) Of course, we appreciate everyone who subscribes to Legion of Myth. We have over 4,100 subscribers now. We are growing. We are becoming a force in the universe, at least if you watch Friday Night Show stream. Apparently, some people think we are a force in the universe. Well, you know what? You know we made it
1: when I am shilling for Raid Shadow Legends and Manscaped. (laughs) You know we made it. And I'm finally getting paid.
0: If that happens, Heathen Dog will be the one shilling. Well, yeah, Heathen Dog will be the one shilling for him because I don't...
1: (laughs) He has standards. I have I have standards None. that disappear when confronted with money. So, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we are thankful for each and every one of you and refer to the description below for links to various Legion Miss sites, social media, Discord, merch, etc. Okay, let me get let me get the stuff ready. Can you tap dance swarm or something while I get the stuff ready?
1: We need like three other
0: people in there. All right, good 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 ending. Thank you. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> All right, today for segment one going to be a long video but it's only going to be one video this week and we're going to talk all about the action scene in conan 2d20 so we kind of went over the rules last time which did take a little bit of time but now we're going to see how you put that all together the rules the momentum the doom uh is it chronicle points in this one or is that mutant Chron- no that must be mutant chronicles whatever it's called yeah. in this one i forget already <laughs> how we manage all of that together to, uh, to play, to have the big bads, and to have uh, your characters feel epic. And uh, conanny. That's right, that's a word. Conanny is a word. If you say it on the internet, it becomes real. Because we believe that uh, role-playing games should take place in fantastic worlds. The focus of the game should be on role-playing and having a good time. The core values of hashtag RPGate and any, literally any, no, I should say every, not any, every Good tabletop group are escapism, not representation, entertainment, over activism, and natural, organic inclusion, not forced diversity. The charity we support is the Wounded Warrior Project, a national nonpartisan organization whose mission is to honor and empower wounded warriors. Please refer to the description below for the link to where you can make your hopefully tax-deductible donation. And finally, join us. Thursday and Saturday evening on a very special twitch.tv slash Legion Myth to watch Heathen Dog and his team of dirty casuals play multiplayer games for your mockery and enjoyment. Is that after school special enough?
1: That was good. That was good. We 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 just need a, a teenager falling out of window because of PCP and we're good. <laughs>
0: There you go and here on our youtube channel you can watch these game related segments live every sunday at 1 pm central time or check out the friday night show stream where our panel of guests opine comment and editorialize on the ttrpg hobby as whole that's right the tt ttrpg hobby here we go and remember it's a live stream it's a podcast it's not a step by step tutorial we're going to tangent each other in fact it's kind of becoming a game how often can we get tangent? No, it's not. But like, subscribe, and share. Okay, Heathen Dog, if you can monitor chat. Sure. And I'm going to, oh, I've got to present the book before I can scroll down it. That's, so let's go back idea. up to the...
1: So we are now going to uh, going to see exactly what it takes to play on the ground. Rubber meets the road. You want to play? Apparently this is how you do it. I want to know. I'm an inquiring mind.
0: And just uh, so everybody's aware, we're going to be doing action scenes today, chapter five, go through all that. Okay. Next week is going to be six and seven. And then we're done. Woo! Now doesn't mean that this other stuff isn't important. It's just, we don't need to go over the Hyborian world. You can read, you know, Ari Howard's Conan stuff. Uh, And some of this stuff is kind of game master only type things or, you know, it's not important. It's not relevant to the game itself for me. Uh, OK, yeah, right. For a player. It was just like we skipped a bunch of the factions and so forth in Mutant Chronicles. This is about the gameplay. So this week, again, action scenes next week, equipment sorcery. And then we move on to a similarly themed type game, though more D&D in orientation, which is astonishing. Oh, no, he got rid of all that title. Just Hyperborea. There it is. And that will be for the month of April. All right, so Heathen Dog's going to also... Not only is he going to read chat, but he's going to have to keep me in a little bit uh, on pace here for this. The reason I say that is because I skimmed through this and I was really irked at the way the chapter was set up. Maybe it works for gameplay, I don't know. But Mutant Chronicles was set up much better than this book in terms of how the chapters are presented. And... I wanted to break this up into like two or three segments, and I couldn't just because everything's just kind of jumbled in. So uh, hopefully we, we keep this interesting, though. So turn sequence. Let's start with that. In an action scene, the passage of time is compressed and structured, broken down into rival rounds and turns. Nice bold face there. So we know that they are separate concepts. Every round, any character present in the scene has an opportunity to act. This opportunity is known as the character's turn. Okay. Each yeah, so round far. encompasses what's that? So far so good. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh this opportunity uh, each round encompasses several characters' turns and once all characters have taken a turn that round concludes and a new round begins. All right, so that that seems pretty normal gameish, right? Sure. Next. Rounds have no specific or fixed duration. Okay. There here comes the cinematic portion yes. of the of the gameplay. It's actually something I approve of. Yeah, we'll just leave it there. They do not represent a specific, consistent length of time, but rather a snapshot of the intense activity occurring over a period of time. In a furious clash between small groups of warriors, a round may represent a few seconds. Battlecross, a massive castle, may require rounds comprising of a minute or more, as the combatants jockey for position within the environment. A battle between ships on the Villieret, I hope I said that right, may track several minutes of time between rounds as vessels, trim sails, and put oars in the water. Regardless of how much time a round may represent, each character takes a single turn during each combat round. All right. Once per turn, a character can perform each of the following, a single standard action, a minor action, and any number of free actions. Remember in Mutant Chronicles where we kind of had like, hang-ups with how some of the terms were used? My guess is this one's actually going to be better. Okay. So, the character may exchange a standard action for a minor action and or a minor action for any number of free actions. Outside the character's turn, no other actions are allowed other than reactions in response to the actions of others. Lots of use action there. I got
1: a problem here. The character may exchange a standard action for a minor action. I understand that one. And or a minor action for any number of free actions. The problem is in bold, it says you, and during your turn, you may take any number of free actions. So why would mm-hmm. I give up a minor action for something that I can already do?
0: That is a question that I can't answer at this second in time. Okay. Turn order. During a round, the turn order. Uh, so uh, one of the things about uh, the 2D20 games is that you'll find consistent is that players act first unless not,
1: un, unless the the game master pulls some shenanigans with the doom
0: with the doom points and yeah yeah so let's just leave it there normally the player characters act first and the player yeah. characters can negotiate amongst themselves which player will act next okay that's
1: so, actually that's actually really good for uh for a inner party strategy
0: yeah and then you don't have to worry about well i'm holding my action until exactly. after he yeah. goes you don't have to you have to look at things like that you're just like okay so i'm waiting for you so you may as well go first now some of the lore peers to me well that ruins role play because you're not actually role playing it out well you know what it's a game also folks remember it's a role playing game you're going to have a little bit of out of character communication to make sure that stuff can happen and uh i got a super chat over here yeah,
1: I, I started because oh, we haven't gotten to, to okay. what Crafty was talking about yet.
0: Okay. Uh, let's see. After all players and non-player characters have taken their actions in a round, that round is over. One point of momentum is removed from the combined momentum pool and the round begins. So if if
1: you remember, guys, uh, your momentum is is built upon using extra successes from your actions, but every single round, it drains by one until it reaches zero you can't get can't get negative obviously so keep uh keep building it up or use it before you lose it because if you have one left and no one and you're the last guy to go you may as well use it because it's going to go away anyway
0: okay seizing initiative at the start of the round before anyone has acted or at any time immediately after a player character has finished acting and before another player character is begun to act in this turn the game master can spend one point of doom. Oh, it's like he, the dog was just talking about this to interrupt the player character's turn and allow non-player care. Oh, sorry. Allow a non-player character to immediately take a turn that, that a distinction is important yeah. there because it only works for one NPC to break that initiative. Right. And those actions are resolved normally. And let's look at I mean, some. The
1: game master could spend more than one doom if he wants to. I mean, yes. Yeah. So whatever and I do like the, the art in this the players game Players actually like that because you know drain the game master of cheat codes
0: okay <laughs> right again i feel that's too gamey but you know we talked about that before yeah. um indecision this is one of those things that uh, i think needs to be it should remember last week when sean was talking about implicit versus explicit yes that's something i'm going to hold with me forever because it is such a succinct way of saying a lot of the stuff that I, that i point out this is another example of that This has always been implicit in the games that I've played, but modern gamers like more explicit. Hey, you got to tell me this. Well, this is a perfect example of that. Indecision. If the players spend too much time deliberating and discussing their choices during an action scene rather than taking action, the game master can add one point of doom to the doom pool as a warning that the player characters are ceding the initiative to their opponents. I know Crafty's talked about that a lot. Yeah, he he's likes to do out his little
1: glass. Yeah, his his little his little beads and uh, put it in the, in the in the glass jar, make the sound. Yep, ting, ting,
0: ting. Kind of ting. as a hint. If the players' deliberation continues, the game master can take additional doom points. Warning the players periodically until they act, or until the game master chooses to spend the doom, allowing any non-player characters to act first. Man, I could pile that stuff up. I got oh, a I know jar. That... I've got a mayonnaise jar of doom. Exactly. You know
1: the 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 whole thing about that is every single time you're uh you you get dinged. Uh, it's it's like it's like football. You're you're in the you're in the huddle too long. You get a penalty. Ding. You get a penalty. Doom point. You're taking too long. Oh, guess what? An NPC gets to go first because you're all babbling like uh like a mother hens and uh they're just
0: gonna try and kill you now okay yep, i agree all right surprise and ambushes sometimes one group of combatants may try to surprise or ambush another group all right well let's see what that is it's a struggle okay remember when we talked about struggles last week no i don't well go look at last week's video we talked about struggles uh, post test. well not last week week before That's true. Right, right. Okay. The last set of videos for this. Under most circumstances, the ambushing side attempts a stealth test, which the ambushed side resists by attempting an observation test. Makes sense. However, the players and game master are free to suggest alternative ways to secure surprise. A lot of games are are moving to this, and and I like that, because sometimes you can use your intellect...
1: Well, so, right. sometimes but- you can't see it coming it, the the ambush is too good or it sucks so bad it, it was like put the ambush was put together by, by small children anyone can see it coming
0: okay yeah actually this example is really good right here perhaps a sudden attack during a negotiation could be handled by persuade and resisted by insight hmm. the feasibility of these plans is up to the game master to approve I've been in situations where sometimes intellect is more important than your stealth ability for what you're trying to do. But you know, obviously, for the most part, it's going to be stealth and observation because it's going to be sneaky, sneaky versus, do I see him out there? Right.
1: But uh, the the example of using persuade is the the uh, common uh, uh, bait tactic for an ambush, where where you have a, a, a a woman.
0: Yeah, Uh, (laughs) let's just say the hot chick in the
1: middle of the road, pretending like she has a broken leg, and you have to persuade the characters to drop their guard to come over and try and help, and then, ha! ha, Surprise, and the bandits attack. Stuff like that would be like a persuade. I get Mm it. Okay.
0: If the group attempting surprise succeeds at the struggle, each character on that side reduces the difficulty of the exploit action by one step. Remember, difficulty is how many successes you need. And exploit action. What's that?
1: What's an exploit action?
0: Didn't we look at that last time? I don't remember. No. I don't remember either. Awesome. <laughs> I thought we looked at it because it looked familiar.
1: See page 96. Uh, okay. Oh, it, it tells you it tells you where to go. So apparently the book believes that we're not going to remember either. That's nice. So we're on
0: 115 right now. Let's look at 96. I thought we read that. It seemed. Uh... Oh, geez. It's like five that's pages. 89. Off. Jesus. No, seven pages off. Can't math. Oh, now my computer's waiting to catch up. Oh, now. I'm not doing anything right now. It's just doing what it wants. Okay, so let's try that again. What page were we supposed to be on? 96. Okay, so uh, let's do oh, 10... Did I say 7? I don't know.
1: 103. That's difficult. There it is. you see it? Explicit action. Um, It could be in the test
0: difficulty. No. Train's test difficulty. No,
1: no, no, no. no, that's the test difficulty. That's not it. We're on 97 now.
0: Yeah. Is it bad?
1: Maybe Crafty can tell us in a minute.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm going back to 115. Okay. Uh, duh, 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 duh. Of the exploit action by one step. I wonder if this is a general term. You're exploiting a situation. Maybe. I wouldn't want it to be, well, whatever. And no, X immediately at the start of combat non-player characters do not need to spend doom to gain this and the game master may not spend doom to override this so your that makes sense yeah your ambush either works or doesn't work if the group attempting surprise fails at the struggle the winners may choose to add two points to doom or spend one fortune point to gain the benefits of surprise instead the group attempting surprise fails. Oh, so this is an opportunity to let. Okay, I see how this is working. The game focuses on the players, not the not the uh, the NPCs. Not, not the right? die roll.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, you're you're yeah. You 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 failed to uh, to surprise the enemy. But if you give the game master two dew points,
0: you succeed. Or spend one fortune point. Yeah. Or
1: or spend a fortune yeah. point and and you succeed. I don't like that. You know, there, there's, there's chance and everything. And if you had a bad setup or bad role, then, you know, some, sometimes you, sometimes you screw up, you know, you, you, you shouldn't have a parachute for that.
0: Yeah. I, I I agree. But I mean, that is what's baked into this game. I understand. Movement range and abstract zones. And I know crafty oh. sent me something on discord. Yep. And I think we got that super chat that we'll look at.
1: Yep. We'll look at it right now. Sent you example of zones for clarification.
0: I mean, because the, zones like-
1: can be a little weird.
0: Okay, that's that's what he sent me for the picture. I don't see a clarification. I see a picture. <laughs> uh, okay, when we read, if it works like Forbidden Lands, I get it. If it doesn't, well then, maybe maybe this works. Different. How do I close this damn thing? Hey. Oh. Oops. There we go. All right. In battle, knowing where everyone is can be of vital importance in determining. Both absolute position, where you are in the battlefield, and relative position, how far you are from a given friend or foe, is important. Rather than track everything in precise distances, however, this matter is handled using abstract zones. When we do the Free League stuff starting in May, you're going to see that, uh, I don't know if it's exactly the same, but something very similar there, and I tend to like the zone concept myself. An environment represents the battlefield as a whole. It be a building, city street, an area of wilderness, or something of that sort. An environment is desired, divided into a number of zones based on the terrain features present in the area. For example, a building may treat individual rooms as distinct zones, using the internal walls as natural divisions for range, move, range and movement. A city street may focus zones around features like shop stalls, the fronts of buildings, alleyways, and so forth. So uh, that didn't explain it as well as I'd hope. But uh, so zones in, in, again, like the Free League games also, they uh, they they have somewhat of a distance to them. I, I know that Free League actually says approximately this long, but it could be a copse of trees. It could be an open oasis. It could be each individual room. Because to move from one to the other isn't just like, whoop, I'm there. You're go- You're going out the door. You're looking hopefully both ways maybe. Uh, checking to see if you're getting attacked right to defend yourself uh, and then turning around and you know looking into that room as you're going into it now that might seem like i can do that in three seconds you can but when you're carrying a pack when you've got a sword when you expect people to attack you that that's a bit of movement it's a bit of consideration also you know firing an arrow you could actually have a hallway where that is one full zone right here but each individual room is another zone
1: because you, it's it's not an open area. If you're shooting into a room, there is a, a window or a doorway you're shooting through. And you have to angle yourself properly to get the arrow where you want it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, then you're not going to be able to
0: hit anything. So that means you have to take more time. So let me look at this. I'm not sure I actually agree with Crafty on this in this map. And it could just be me being pedantic on this. Because, uh, yeah, I can to some degree. it's Like, I don't I don't know if I would consider these two different zones. Maybe I would, you know. I don't know if each dot is supposed to be a zone. I certainly would not do that, personally. Uh, unless it's a really large area. I could see this as being a zone. You can see my mouse moving, right? Yeah. And then I could see this being another zone. Possibly. So I'm moving from here to here. Uh, so, I mean, I hope each one of these dots isn't considered a zone. That is way too many. <laughs> That's... It could be because I'm not used to Conan though too but uh yeah so we'll see how it handles the ranges I don't want to keep speaking about free League when we're not talking about a free League game but uh yeah I don't know if crafty's putting chat uh those dots are for arrow zones eh. we'll we'll see how it works out here I, again I don't want to I don't want to judge it when I haven't uh don't have the experience with it like I do the other game that you know I play that uses zones So zones are often defined in three dimensions, so the Game Master may choose to map multiple floors of a building connected by stairs, ramps, or ladders. A relatively simple battlefield may consist of three to five significant zones, while complex environments may have more. More zones are typically better than fewer as they provide a greater variety of movement options and tactical opportunities, but this can take more planning on the part of the Game Master. Okay, so this game does actually run it a bit different than freely. Because zones are of no fixed size, they can be varied to accommodate the game master's preference for a given scene and represent certain other factors. For example, let's see if this one's better. A battle in the forest may be divided into many small zones amongst the trees, and a couple of larger zones representing clearings. Sure. The, la- the larger size of the zone helps convey quicker movement and easier target acquisition in open areas. Okay, you know, so that, yeah. That makes
1: perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense. I mean, uh, uh, you, you, you can move maybe 20 feet in, in dense forest at the same rate as a hundred feet in an open clear. Yeah. Yeah. Because and with, you can with move that in mind.
0: People. Yeah, I agree. Yeah.
1: And, uh, it's, it, it's harder, it's harder to get a target in the, in the dense forest because all you gotta do is move, you know, 10, 20 feet away and then move a little bit to the right. You're behind four trees. I mean, right, you're not and, gonna hit, you can't see them.
0: Right. Or, or uh, outside they can't see them, arrows are going to be bouncing off leaves, branches, and so forth in, in the tree, so it's not going to be able to fly as far as sh- you can shoot right across that open area. Right. So, yeah, um, I, I get this. It does make sense. So, so I, I take back a little bit of what I say about uh, about those zones. He's got another picture here. Stop inundating me with pictures. <laughs> yeah, this one makes more sense. Uh, if you're standing here, the character's here. You have a close range attack there, medium range attack there, and a long range attack there. Now, why it's divided up and that's medium and not long, I don't know. But uh it's 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 supposed to be abstract. So it's probably because it's just one zone over. Yeah. In fact, yeah, that is what it is. It's one zone over. So and you notice that the zones aren't these concentric circles. In fact, it probably would have been better not to have those concentric circles. I'm sure there's a reason for it. I don't know.
1: Because each each zone is going to be a different size based on its its natural terrain features. Yep, exactly. So th- those concentric circles are basically a, a guide usable only in open areas.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing it's relating to whatever this range marker is here. But uh, from the character, forget what it says in the blue and forget the uh, concentric circles. If you're next to the character, if you're in this zone, you're at close range, if you're uh, one zone over you at medium range, and if you're two zones over you at long range. And that, again, I do understand that because the free league games do something very similar. So, however, zones should not be too complex to describe quickly. For most situations, a few seconds should be all that's needed to describe zones in their relative positions or to sketch oh, out on a rough map. Hang on a second.
1: Crafty says those circles are arrow zones because arrows travel in straight lines and they are affected most, most importantly by distance. But, uh, uh reactionary principle yeah, Heyman, with, with i don't him. like the arrow zones i don't like them either i don't yeah. like him be, be, because if uh if if the zone is defined by terrain markers that is going to sharply define to, uh to define arrow distances as well because you know walls and shrubbery and stuff yeah. is going to stop you from from you know doing proper things with arrows easy things with arrows it, it's going to get harder so the ranges is, is going to change with the terrain to make your shot harder, which means it's going to be medium or long range.
0: Yeah, I I don't like it either. It's just off the cuff. It might work well in play, especially with how this game does the uh the success system with uh, the difficulty numbers. So I don't want to be too hard on it, but I think I hate to say this, but I think really handles it better. But okay. let's uh well, let's... we can go straight to distances now, since
1: since we're since we're talking about it. And what, what does the distance modifier actually do? I mean What does it do? Like, oh my God, I'm not in close range anymore. Why does that matter?
0: Well, I did want to read at least this first sentence here because it'll come into play later. Uh, Individual zones can and often should have terrain effects defined when the game master creates them. Yeah. So don't add in weird stuff after, uh, uh, after the fact, number one. And number two, you should know what the terrain is going in. You should know why that zone is a particular zone. And not just because I scribbled it out like that on, on the sheet. Is it is there a river that cuts it off? Is, there, is it just, you know what? It's gone pretty far. At some point here, it has to be another zone. We're outside in the open prairie. You know, Is it a hill? Whatever it happens to be. you know. Again, we already talked about inside. Just know why it's a zone. And what's going on there. All right. So uh, we don't need that. So yeah, I guess that distances is next. So movement and ranged attacks need some sense of distance to make them meaningful. In combat, the relative placement of zone determines the distance. To keep things simple and fluid, range is measured with four categories and one state. A whole state? The state of reach is when an object or character is within arm length of the character. Okay, that makes sense. Let's just go yep. to the next one. If you
1: can touch Close. them, you're within yep. reach.
0: And So, reach would be when you can poke them in the eyeball around right there.
1: Or yep. poke them with your sword or whatnot.
0: Sure. Sure. Close range is defined as the zone the character occupies at that time. The entire zone. Mm-hmm. So going back here, this entire zone, this entire green right. shaded area is close. Not for arrows, apparently. Medium range is defined as any zone adjacent to the character's current zone. And I don't think I have to show you that on the map again, but uh, you can look at the yellow. Long range is defined as objects and creatures two zones away from the character's current zone. Got it. And Long range imposes a plus one step of difficulty to all actions. Okay. Medium range does nothing for difficulty. Uh, I saw it says a character can use minor action, move from point medium range is distance. Nope.
1: Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Hang on. Hang on. So you can use a regular movement to go anywhere within close range to get within reach, but to move to medium range, you must use your minor action to move to a medium range away. Long range, you have to use a standard action to move to long range. And if you're one one, if you're going to do anything at that, you get a one step difficulty penalty on all actions when attacking from this range. So if you if you don't move and you attack someone at long range rather than move to it, you can save your standard action, but your your attack, which your standard action is used for, is going to be harder.
0: And uh, I think it describes this more later. That's why I kind of skipped it here. I might be wrong, but I thought I remember uh, skimming it a little bit later. Uh, and extreme range, you can't move uh, to extreme range. Not in one turn.
1: Extreme range is a distance of three or more zones. And it doesn't give any minuses or it doesn't talk about ranged attacks.
0: Most things can't go that far. Mm-hmm. fair i'm sure i'm sure we'll see uh, when it comes to to arrows that maybe they can but uh uh distance of communication uh do i need to read miniatures no i don't all right distance communicate characters often want to communicate if i remember correctly it's whispering talking shouting but let's uh yeah a character can communicate with someone at medium range but only at a raised uh, a yeah, raised volume shouting rather than talking at long and extreme range a character can shout to draw attention but conveying any depth of meaning or understanding someone beyond basic instructions or information is unlikely. That's why yodeling was invented. (laughs) Distance and perception. Now this will hopefully answer your question for you. The further away something is, the harder it is to notice. Okay, sure. In game terms, this means that characters and objects in distance zones are harder to observe or identify than those nearby. Thank you for reiterating the point a character increases the difficulty of observation tests by one step when trying to notice creatures and objects at medium range by two steps when dealing creatures and object long range and by three steps when trying to discern things at extreme range that all makes okay. sense a creature that isn't trying to avoid notice requires a simple d0 observation test under normal circumstances a creature attempting a stealth test makes the opposing test more challenging because the opposition becomes a struggle Remember, observation versus uh, stealth. Creatures yep. or objects that are particularly noticeable, casting a spell, roars or shouting, or fast-moving or brightly colored object, or large, you know, your common dragon, <laughs> yeah may reduce the difficulty further. That's understandable. I'm not going to go into other senses.
1: I can smell them.
0: Movement, Antrin, do we have another super chat? Uh...
1: I already put it up. Oh, did you? Okay. Thank you, Crafty. Uh, starshipsandsteel.com. It's a huge resource for uh, 2D20 clarification and uh, various house rules that people
0: have come up with to make it more streamlined. Okay. So moving around requires no skill test. Moving to, yeah, this is where I saw it. Moving to anywhere within close range takes only a free action. Moving within medium range takes a minor action. Moving yep. anywhere within long range takes a standard action, which adds plus one to the difficulty of all the tests. There we go. Until the start of the character's next turn. Well, to me that's common sense, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Um however, movement in some circumstances may require a terrain test. This is a skill test typically using acrobatics or athletic for the character and creatures. Though unusual terrain may require a different test. Like what else? for example,
1: uh you're you're crossing a three foot deep fast moving river. Oh swimming, you're okay. Going, yeah, you're you're going to have to use athletics to say keep your feet from being swept out from under you that would that would be a a test for terrain example
0: so under no circumstances can a skill test be attempted as a free action so it's got to be what either a standard or a minor yeah basically you're focusing on it it's not just something you just drop or whatever you're focusing on accomplishing that task so Okay, circumstances that require terrain tests are one of three types obstacles, hindrances, and hazards. And we're gonna kind of breeze through this a little bit, but uh where where was it? Okay, so climbable walls and fences, ladders, and similar barriers can all serve as obstacles. Attempting to yeah. bypass an obstacle requires a terrain test, normally the difficulty of one. Right. <clears throat> I think that's understandable, right? Sure. Hindrances. The character movie, oh, that's uh where is it? Uh I guess I do have to read that. Character moving within a hindrance for any portion of this movement requires either giving up a portion of that moving movement, moving one fewer zone than normal with the action, or attempting a terrain test. With failure meaning that the character stops moving within the hindering terrain. So remember, if you go anywhere in close range, a simple action, right? Sure. As soon as you go into medium range, that requires uh was it the minor action? And you can yeah. go into Free long action, range action standard action. And then it's a standard action to go to long. Sure. Well, let's say you you you're trying to go to long range, so you're trying to cross two zones. Well, and you have to make a terrain test in that middle one. If you if say you it's fail, it's a it, marsh. There you go. So it's a marsh, uh, or it's that fast-moving water. I can run across that. It's just it's only a couple feet deep, except for like you said, it's moving pretty fast. Well, failure means the character stops moving within the hindering terrain. So you did not get past that uh, medium uh, zone. If you fail, you
1: you can also within a a character moving within a hindrance of any portion of movement requires giving up a portion of that movement, moving one fewer zone. Okay, so you can either try the test Mm -hmm. or sacrifice one zone of movement. Like in in your example, moving to long range can be done. You can just stop at the marge. you, You you can you can stop at medium. Yes, and not make a test, or you can try and make a test. And make it all the way to long range, yes. but if you fail the test, well, it seems like there's probably going to be some uh, tribes and tribulations. Well, like, you oh, stop. You stop at the down river, or I'm stuck in the marsh. Uh oh.
0: Well, as of right now, as of this part of the paragraph, you're just you're just there. You failed it, and you can't cross it. That's all yeah. it is. So you can either I, choose I, not to cross it,
1: or you can roll and not cross it. I I, I get it, but I would, as a, as a game master, I would make a a, a you know a punishment. Because r- right now, there is no there is no downside. You either don't make the test, and you stop in the marsh, or you decide not to even roll the test, and you
0: stop at the marsh. Remember, a test is an action. You can't do anything else.
1: Oh, wait. No. Yeah. Uh, and uh, a terrain test can't be a free action. Right. And if you're moving the long range, you're burning your standard. Wait. No, no, no. It, it can be a minor action it can be a minor action. So, so you, you can still move to long range.
0: But uh, now let crafty, uh, uh, correct me on this, but isn't that still doing multiple actions, which adds difficulty. Like if I it, still it, want to shoot my bow, I want yes. to get to close in on him, but so I want to go from close to to that long range. I want to pop two zones, right? Sure. I can choose to stop here and not have a negative when I shoot my bow or an extra negative when I shoot my bow, or I can force myself to get into that close range. And by making this test, I make that difficulty harder because I'm sludging through and I'm not being, ec- and I'm just trying to go, go, go,
1: go, go. Well, the the problem with that is according to the rules here, if you're moving from, if you're moving two zones or mm-hmm. from close to long range, you lose your standard action. It's
0: so plus, you can't no, attack it's plus one. no, No, uh, it's plus one. No, it's plus one to all tests,
1: but you lose your standard action. You still have minor and free actions, but you lose your standard.
0: You can spend doom or not doom, uh, momentum, fortune, fortune. Well, Ah, there's also momentum as well.
1: Well, momentum is for a test that exists. You have to, you probably have to use fortune to make the test exist.
0: Hmm? Uh, Are you talking about Mississippi's hunter? Oh, it's like I said, maybe one of them we uh, can clarify that a little bit more. Uh, As of just what we've read so far. I mean, I I can see that there there's definitely a difference because I don't I might not want my die rolls threatened, so I'm just gonna stop. You know what? That's a zone that I'm gonna have to make a test to get through because, like you said, it's a marsh. It's stuck. It's sticky. Uh, it's holding my feet down, pulling off my boots. I'm just gonna stay here and shoot.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I- gonna forego the test in case something bad happens if I fail and still be able to attack. I'm one zone closer rather than two zones closer. Fine, whatever. This is this is the best of what I got. I'm gonna do it. I get
0: it. All right. So hazards function the same as obstacles or hindrances, with one significant difference: they cause harm upon a failed terrain test. Okay. So,
1: this. Is, okay. The the this is it. Uh, like a like a fast moving river. If you wanted it to to have a have a detriment, if you fail, you would classify it as a hazard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So so what you were talking about before is more of a hazard than an option. It's a hazard, not a hindrance. Yeah. Or a hindrance. Okay. Yeah. Um, typical hazard inflicts. Three dice in physical damage. Yeah. And carries the stun quality, which we'll have to look at a little bit. So, all right. I'm not going to look at all the falling damage and so forth. Uh, These are things that are common to most games. You have falling. Uh, Other forms of movement. You can climb. Sure. uh, Jump. Sure. there's any one of these we really have to look at, we can stop and look at them. But again, they're they're part of most games. Swimming. And uh, flight. Most people aren't going to have that one. Yeah uh only creatures specifically noted as capable of flight are able to do so there you go and there you are Uh, other kinds of terrain let's see we have cover now this is something that's always important to me in combat i like to see how games handle cover and concealment okay so let's see what happens here cover provides additional soak against physical attacks and is normally divided into light cover providing two dice to soak and heavy color cover Fighting for combat. Remember, these combat dice are D6s. Mm-hmm. Light cover typically represents lightweight objects that provide little protection, which obscure the target's form and position. That's actually called concealment. Thank you. Yeah. While heavy cover represents solid objects that can protect from attacks directly. So it which combines the bad. terms. I know some pedantic people, and I'm one of them uh in this case cover and concealment are two different things i like them to be treated as different things but this game for the it for actually the, is it's calling it the same thing
1: but it, treating them as different things
0: yeah it's just it's expediting the game process we'll just yes. say so i, I understand it it's not a big fan of it um morale okay i don't can deal with morale later some other time interactive objects are things doors, that you can probably, yeah. yeah doors yeah Actions and attacks. Now we're going to get back to reading a little bit more. There are four forms of actions in use during an action scene free actions, minor actions, standard actions, and reactions. This has been mentioned a lot, but we haven't figured out exactly what they are yet, according to Conan, anyway, right? So, as up, part right? of a normal turn, a character can perform a single standard action, a minor action, and a free action. The character may mm-hmm. exchange a standard action for a minor action and or a minor action for any number of free actions, which, again, we haven't figured out what the purpose of that is yet.
1: Not yet. And and uh, that actually doesn't jive with what we read earlier. What we read earlier was you get a single action, a single standard action, a single minor action, and any number of free actions. It said that in bold, as standard, as everyone gets. But now it's changing it. You only get <laughs> a free action unless you burn a minor action or a standard action then you can have any number of free actions that seems like a internal contradiction oh well way.
0: i i don't know if the free action thing yeah i do see what you're saying because these this read the same to me but i get right here is where that change was any yeah. number of free actions i think because they're free actions i don't even we will find out but i don't think it matters how that's worded but yeah i could see if somebody got into an argument it's like nope you can only do one but it says any number well here it says a yeah yeah, see, I, I don't like I don't like the
1: internal inconsistencies yeah. like that. Remember, because technical r- writing. Rules lawyers go nuts for shit like that.
0: I hate yes, it. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Technical writing. Clear, concise, consistent, accurate. This uh, consistency there. I'm flipping you off. That's right. consistency <laughs> is the one that's missing there. So uh, all right, outside the turn, a character cannot take any actions, but yeah, it can yeah, we already read that uh, some actions are noted as being movement actions. Any character can only perform a single movement action during each round. Okay, sure. but that doesn't tell me which one of these. Oh, but it did earlier, didn't it? Remember, moving within the same zone is a simple action. Moving to another zone free, is a minor free. action. There is no simple action, free action. I thought it said simple. Okay, maybe nope, it's free.
1: There is no simple action. It's It's standard, minor, yeah. and free. M- moving within the same zone minor moving to one zone away i'm sorry m- moving with the yeah. same zone free moving yeah. one zone away minor moving two zones away standard and a plus one to all tests until it's your turn again now the the whole the whole uh we we got uh, we missed a little bit uh scroll up a little bit there's one thing i wanted to touch on uh where is it uh the reactionary stuff yeah, I was skipping there that because reactions, kind of minor actions, and rea- reactions are it's not your turn. You can't initiate an action, but someone may initiate an action against you. That turns out to be a struggle. Then you get to roll. Okay, you get to take you get to take action, but only in reaction to somebody else's impetus. Now this is important because uh, re- remember, if you move two zones away, you burn your standard action, but you are also plus one to difficulty of all actions until the beginning of your next turn that is worded to make sure that all of your reactionary actions are more difficult until you go again all of your actions taken as
0: reactions are plus one difficulty again i think that is addressed in more detail in a little bit okay so free actions A free action is a simple action that can be performed either instantaneously or within a split second. Again, dropping something, right? Requires almost no thought or coordination to accomplish. A free action can never include a skill test where dice are rolled. Yeah, this is more like like pushing a button, dropping a
1: flask, uh, grabbing something off the wall that's already at, you know, hand height right here. Something like that. that. That's not, it's not, it's like hanging on the wall, like some keys or whatever. You don't have to test. There's no test for that. You just do it. It's it's not hard. A five year old could do it. You can do it for free.
0: I get it. So, uh, this is where <laughs> this is where that uh, that verbiage is going to be fun. In a character's turn, one or more of the following free actions can be taken without reservation, but each specific free action can only be performed once per turn. Okay. Now 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 we got two against one. <laughs> All right. But but the the one is bold. So I don't know. I don't know. Bold has more weight. I'm just so. So what are some free actions? You can adjust. You can make a small change of position. Character moves to any point within close range. So moving within the same zone is called adjustment. Yeah. Um. So this is fun though. Including into or out of reach, unless that movement would require a skill test. (laughs) Why? Because free actions can't include skill tests. Yeah. So if if you uh. Uh, for example,
1: moving five feet behind a tree would be considered a free action unless the terrain in your zone requires a movement test. Then you can't do it as a free action. If there's brambles and, and jutting rocks or you're on the side of a cliff, moving at any point is going to require you to make a test. If you're required to make a test, you can't do it for free. So you can't move five feet. But if you're if you're there's a tree in the middle of a completely flat field you're five feet away from it move five feet it's free
0: there's no test required i get it i like it you can drop an item all right you can drop prone which uh gives where's the soak yeah, uh while prone two a it. character gains two soak for each effect rolled on the cover dice and increases the difficulty of all range attacks Against the character from medium range or further by one step, that's a double whammy.
1: <laughs> it is, it is because if you're going to long range, then uh, you're, you get you get a for you know ranged attacks. If you go into long range, you get the plus one to difficulty to hit somebody, and you also get a certain number of soak dice depending on how you roll for cover. So yeah, that's a harder to hit and less damage when
0: if you do hit, dropping prone's pretty good. <laughs> well, there's a the flip side. Oh crap! However, melee attacks within reach and ranged attacks at close range gain two points of bonus momentum against the character.
1: Well, yeah, okay, that that actually makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you're if, if you're wrestling someone, he's like, I'm going to hide from him by dropping to the ground. Well, now he's going to kick you in the face, and it's going to hurt real bad.
0: Okay. I, I I hate that this next sentence has to be said. What's that? Yeah. Additionally, the sprint action becomes impossible. No
1: kidding. You're prone you're laying down uh, a character may not stand up and drop prone in the same term. bull crap it would be an athletics test that's called a burpee <laughs> that was a joke sorry move on
0: okay simple test character may perform any other task that requires a simple d0 skill test or no skill test as a free action uh aren't those different things see i was going to say that even d0 can't be used as uh a free action. As a free action. Now it's saying it can, but D0 is well, technically a skill test. Oh, oh. Well, now. Oh, never mind. Nope. The, it, it finishes up right here. It fixes it. It fixes it. Okay. If the character wishes to roll the dice for a simple uh, difficulty zero skill test, then the skill test action must be taken instead. So there you okay. go. Bull crap. Bull crap. I call it. I don't. A player does
1: not decide whether to roll, the game master decides whether the roll is going to happen. The player can ask to make the roll to to bullshit his way into more momentum, but it's the game master who decides whether the roll is going to happen. So yeah, the, in in that case, okay, I take- I do
0: agree with you. It's actually one of the the issues we had with Mutant Chronicles and this one, but baked into this game, essentially, it's like yeah, you can do it, but I want a roll to get momentum. Well, then it becomes a skill test, and it can no longer be a free action. Whatever. You can talk for a couple of seconds or however long your round is minor actions. All right. So minor actions are, are a little more effort-based character can attempt a skill test to clear an unwanted status effect or problem that afflicts the character an animal. the Oh, an animal, the is handling or a carried piece of equipment. Oh, so you can affect. Okay, I get it. So it's not just what's happening to you, but uh, your animal companion or piece of equipment difficulty is uh difficulty is challenging difficulty two or oh a chart the rating of yeah the rating of the status effect whichever is higher the skill use varies based on the condition is that what these are right here are these um these are free actions okay so let's see what i like this better i'm not going to read anymore we'll just look at these yeah okay minor
1: actions uh clear ridding self uh or an ongoing, item of an ongoing condition. That's like uh clearing a gun jam or uh stop, stop drop and roll. It's the, yeah, whatever. Draw item, drawing a sword, sure, <laughs> movement, moving within medium range costs a minor action. Okay. Mm-hmm. Regain guard, stepping back and defending requiring a parry test. Okay, this is like a de- giving ground, uh, take take defensive positions. It's a minor action. Okay. Stand. Standing is a minor action. Okay. OK. That seems weird. It seems seems like standing would be a free action because, you know, unless something's trying to well, stop you from standing up, you should just be able to stand up. Yeah, and they've is- already said that you can't go prone and stand in the same round. So there's no there's no conflict there. So yeah, I don't. Okay, get this that. is just
0: assuming you're under duress, though. I mean, this isn't just standing. Remember, you don't do action rounds uh, when there's no reason to do so. So you you don't every every interaction doesn't start with an initiative. It's, that that's only within combat necessarily. So in combat, I absolutely can see it saying like you're not just going to pop up because you're probably just clunked on the head and be right back down. Mm. Um, yeah. But standard actions now we are going to get in. We'll read a couple of these assisting so uh, you can help somebody in order to lift that heavy rock. Yeah, assisting someone
1: else in their action cost you a standard action as well.
0: I get it. Well, yeah, because you're both doing the same action. Yeah. Yeah. Uh attacking a foe. Sure. Studying an unwieldy weapon for an attack. If you've got that, you know, if you're a, a four foot hobbit, there are no hobbits in this game. I don't care. We're gonna do the visual. If you're a four a four foot hobbit and you're carrying around a seven foot claymore, it's gonna be unwieldy. You're yeah. gonna have to brace in order to pick that thing up and hopefully poke it out there. You can pass, you can do nothing as a standard action that does nope moving on <laughs> it can hold an action to perform later i don't know why because um you get to determine who goes first yeah yeah unless it's holding from round to round or something i suppose recover attempt to recover a lost vigor or resolve okay attempt a skill test moving to any point in long range so that's Remember spring. it's a uh, close yeah. medium long Treating an ally within reach or recovering vigor or resolve. So this is healing somebody. Yep. And withdrawing to close range to avoid uh, a retaliate action. Now that I want to read. Yeah, I,
1: I imagine that's
0: if you are within
1: reach of someone and you don't want them to be able to just attack you without doing anything and you move back. So now they're not within reach
0: anymore. They are close range. Uh, react, so you can defend, you can protect, you can retaliate. So you can parry, you can defend an ally, you know, help, that's a nice shield block there. Or you can attack a nearby foe when opportunity is presented. So that's your... Okay, we're uh, going to have
1: to read Retaliate to see exactly how it works, because it sounds like attacks of opportunity, and I hate those things.
0: I like them when not done in the same context as as D&D does. <laughs> I mean, second Hopefully edition had, had attacks of opportunity, but... Okay, so we want to look at withdraw and retaliate. The rest are pretty self-explanatory. Yes. Uh, so, so race exploit. Oh, there's exploit. It's not on page oh, okay. ninety six, by the way. It's
1: not. That's not ninety
0: six. page yeah. fifteen. Uh the the character takes an addition. Uh, the character takes additional time and concentration, readying the next action, seeking to find vulnerabilities in a single target's defenses. Uh, nom-
1: okay. It's like aiming.
0: Basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it spot? Uh, spot armor flaw. The player nominates a target the character is able to perceive and attempts an average so difficulty one observation test if this succeeds the character's first attack before the end of the next turn gains the piercing two quality okay i i I said it before in mutant chronicles i also hate it in pathfinder i hate terms like that um spend momentum from this test to add a bonus d20 to the attack test okay all right, which ones were you looking at? We were looking at start, they both started with R, right? No, withdraw and something started with R. So this was recover. Nope. Was nope. it recover?
1: Nope.
0: No, it wasn't. Ready? It
1: was It was withdraw
0: and uh, retaliate. Retaliate. Okay. Oh, retaliate is probably in the next section. Okay. So here's withdraw using the retaliate reaction. Fuck. Okay. We got to read retaliate first because we don't know what that does. Uh, And there's retaliate. Her... Retaliate, okay. The character lashes out at a nearby foe. This reaction may be used when an enemy attempts to make a non attack skill test within yep. reach of the character. Attack of opportunity. Bullshit. Hate or it. when an enemy attempts to move out of reach of the character without using the withdraw action. The character may attempt a melee attack. Um, I'm okay with it. I mean, somebody who just turns no. and bolts, I don't have a problem with an attack of opportunity on that. In fact,
1: yeah, I, I just I it 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 unnecessarily complicates something that is that you don't need to do. It 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 just it in my experience, a tax opportunity like this turn into a giant mess, people get pissed off, and it's just more it's it's more trouble than it's worth.
0: So I agree with you in one aspect and I disagree with you on another. The one aspect I agree with you in when you're doing a static, especially in the D D sense of it rounds are whatever six seconds one minute what depends you know what edition you're playing rounds are six seconds you get x exact number of actions per round and everything's kind of on a clock so to speak i agree i agree it adds this weird complexity this weird tactical simulation that you're putting in there and turns it into a board game vice a role-playing game on the flip side of it in a role-playing context if somebody just turns and bolts i go poke screw initiative screw these game terms because at this point those are being thrown out because you're back into role play mode if somebody just turns and bolts yeah why wouldn't you get a free attack on the person step forward with them um if the person withdraws in this case uh or uses a uh a, 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 an organized retreat let's go back to second edition ad and d that's exactly how it was written if somebody just turns and bolts you get an attack on them if somebody actually takes the time to back up, back up, back up and do a more organized type of retreat or withdrawal, it was a normal combat round.
1: Okay, well, so- according to Crafty, uh, let's see right here. Uh, if, uh, I'm, I'm assuming this is the NPCs who are doing retaliations. Each retaliation costs increasing amounts of doom. First one is one doom, second one is two doom, third one is three doom, etc. So it's, it's this is a, a doom sink again. Again, this 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 is getting really gamey. Yeah.
0: Well, let's let's see what it says on on in the rest of
1: this here. So. Well, uh, we know I, what retaliate I, is, and, and now because of that, we know what withdrawal is. So, okay.
0: Well, but I'm not seeing anything about doom in here yet. So that uh, I want to see what the book is saying. So, um, the retaliate action should be resolved before the action. It is a reaction too. Yeah, that was clear as mud. So before you push that button that you wanted to push, I get my retaliate action to punch. you. Apparently. So. Okay. I
1: personally, I don't agree with that either, but okay.
0: If the character's melee attack is successful, then the character may spend momentum to increase the difficulty of the skill test being interrupted. Okay. So let's, let's make it not just pushing a button. Let's make it, uh, you're trying to tumble or something. I don't know. You're doing some weird acrobatics. How
1: How about this? Uh, a uh, classic swashbuckler nonsense. I'm going to cut the rope of a chandelier, grab the rope, and have the chandelier take me to the second story of the building I'm in. But Lack of I, I, I am, I am within reach of someone else who has a weapon out. So I grab the, uh, the, uh, the rope, and I go to cut it beneath my hand. He can retaliate on me before I cut it. And if it's successful, he not only hits me, but if he also spends momentum or doom, then the skill I'm doing, trying to cut the chandelier and get taken to the second story can be interrupted or uh, be more difficult.
0: A simpler one. You you want to slide down the banister. I just pull your foot. That's my, 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 uh, my retaliation. Pull your foot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mine I mean, cooler, <laughs> yo, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you went cool. I went simple. Let uh, I me mean, let's see if we get up to the this doom stuff yet. Though no, it doesn't say so at this point. Again, crafty. I know you're trying to you know, help us out here, but I'm trying to go through the book. The book hasn't said any any of that yet.
1: Oh, doom costs are listed in
0: reactions. Okay, we'll we'll get to
1: them. Calm uh, retaliate down. Retaliate is a subheading under. Um, retaliate <laughs> is a subheading under retaliate. Okay, that did make any sense.
0: Well, now we're going to look at withdrawal just to make sure that this all lines up using the retaliate reaction an enemy may attack a character attempting to leave an enemy's reach got it use of the withdraw action prevents this a character choosing to withdraw moves to any point within close range which is not within reach of an enemy and cannot be the target of a retaliate action that turn so it's a double whammy okay so it's another double whammy so not only are you out of close combat i can't smack you with a sword but i can't do any sort of retaliate against you Also, right. Okay, and it's considered a movement action. All right. I, I, Free League has something similar, but I don't think it's written like this if I remember it correctly. So all right Whew, that's uh, I mean it, it makes sense to me in the cinematic style here. It's just sometimes the way some of this stuff is written to read it multiple times. All right, there are three different attack methods. There's melee ranged and threaten. Oh your mama. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The attacker chooses the type of attack to make and nominates a single target within range. Okay. If the target is aware of the attack, the target may declare a defend reaction, which we've looked at. Yeah. Or in which, the chart, would, anyway. which would cost, what, a simple action to defend?
1: Uh, CR- it, it, it was on the chart. It was on the chart.
0: The attacker attempts a skill test determined by the type of attack. This is an average D1 skill test because attacks are just normal attacks. Unless the target has declared a defend reaction, in this case, the skill test is a struggle. Target skill is determined by the type of attack. If the attacker wins the struggle, the target's hit. If the target wins the struggle, the attack misses. So if you try to parry, which is just another action, which, yes, will increase your difficulty, yada yadas, uh, or, I'm sorry, cause you to spend momentum, whatever, whatever the heck that dumb thing is. This game's frustrating me. I'm just going to be honest. With well, you. no, hang on.
1: I, I I get it. I get it. I mean, it's, it's, if you think of it in a different way, it makes more sense. If you think of it like uh, you're, you're attacking someone from behind, from the side, they're not actively defending against just you. It's just you against the die roll. And that's it. Crafty, I'm not reading really You either succeed or fail. You either hit him or you don't. But if that person is squared off against you. And focus completely on you, with a defend reaction. Then you are actually going to actively hit him when he's actively dodging. Only you. No, so I, I get
0: I get that conception. No, my issue is the 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 doom slash momentum slash gamey aspect of it. It's it's not the that's not the scene, and it's not the what the rules are trying to imply. Just back and forth. It's the it's the the inclusion of the doom and momentum stuff. It's like, oh wait. So if I parry, it, that counts as an action. Well, now for me to do something else, I have to get, uh, I have to pay a price to do so. You know, do my real attack, so to speak, or a difficulty. I mean, difficulty makes sense to me. Spending points to do stuff does not. If the attack hits, then the attack inflicts damage as described in damage recovery. If the attack misses, then nothing happens. Sure. Specific details for each type of attack are described. I think we know what melee attacks are versus ranged attacks, and. Threaten
1: though. I mean, you know, your your body is still fat, and then the opponent cries,
0: you win something. This is Swordmaster first impression. There you go. Oh, it is. So, so, um, where's oh, it's on screen. Uh, a threaten attack is made using a display, and the persuade skill directed at a single enemy or enemies. The attacker is able to see. It inflicts mental damage, and I skipped a a little bit of mental damage above the morale thing. Yeah. The target's defend reaction uses the discipline skill. Like ah, you can't impress me. This functions the same way as do range categories used in ranged attacks. So again, it's first impression. Uh where was I, I was gonna there's something else I was gonna say about it. what's that? Uh
1: the, the 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 doom cost oh was in uh the reaction heading.
0: It's the reaction heading.
1: Yeah, right here, where it says reactions. Each reaction can only be used in response to a specific set of circumstances, and the character must be aware of those circumstances. If the character is not aware of the action, no reaction is allowed. Further.
0: A reaction comes at a price, adding Doom to the Game Master's Pool. Right. It's the same as uh, Mutant Chronicles.
1: Attempting a reaction adds Doom. So parrying... Adds doom,
0: yes, okay, and that's the one point of doom. The second reaction yeah, cost reaction point point character
1: there. attempts costs one point of doom, the second costs two. Oh, oh, let see the, the word cost here give. give, give will be better. Give,
0: oh, yeah, Not yeah, I agree, I agree with you. I agree with you on
1: that. Pay an equivalent, okay, so so uh, every, every time a PC does a reaction the the game master gets a point of doom every time an npc does a reaction he has to give a point of doom and it gets increasingly more are
0: uh, npcs allowed to do reactions
1: yeah it says right there oh, okay it says right there oh non-player characters yeah okay, Reaction instead, pay an equivalent number of points in the doom pool so they are allowed for reactions you Just they just got to pay doom instead of giving doom where pcs have to give doom to do reactions
0: so one, one of the things, I know we've said this on other videos, I'm going to say it again because some people are really irked at how we're covering this. I'm not reading every word, first of all. And secondly, a lot of the stuff that we're presenting here is just to give you the experience of seeing what's in the game, not to solve all the issues for you. We're not masters of this game. No. Should you want to pick up the game after we talk about it, or should you hate it because of how we talked about it? Well, that, that's on you. But uh, I don't have time to read literally every single page in this chapter. And there are going to be things we miss, especially since it's a combat chapter. And usually in combat chapters, dang near everything's important. But we're going to cover the the majority of it. I intentionally skipped the morale, knowing that it was mental damage because it's it's for me it's not necessary to cover this in, uh, this entire book.
1: Yeah, everyone's talking about mental damage now, guys. It's we we, we had to make a judgment call. Actual damage. Is more important than emotional damage, you little sissy boy. Suck it up.
0: <laughs> yes, right? it's important to the game, but <laughs> not to us. <laughs> well, <laughs> so also, I up. only I only have so much time. Uh, we're gonna probably talk a lot more about mental damage when it comes to sorcery anyway. Yeah, uh, which will be next week. But I, I really I cannot cover this word for word. I am not trying to do a how-to guide on this. That would be a segment two issue.
1: Action scene momentum spends. Okay, we've been we've been talking about doom a lot. Yes. Now we're gonna talk about momentum.
0: Momentum is a key tactical resource during action scenes. And if you want to know all about what we think about momentum, go back and watch Mutant Chronicle 1's. I think we can ignore some of that today. <laughs> when a character generates momentum in an action scene, numerous options are available by which the character can overcome enemies, empower allies, and bolster the effectiveness of actions. The table above provides a number of additional options available to a character generating one or more point of momentum in combat. And we'll look at that in a moment. Because... Momentum is very important, too. yeah, it's vital. playing the game. We can't skip this. No. Many of these options are primarily focused upon boosting skill tests made when attacking. However, many can be used creatively for all manner of combat skill tests, especially reactions. in the cost column momentum okay, whatever. R means it's repeatable. so that's the only real thing to note there. Uh, oh, and an I is immediate. All right, let's actually look at them now before we go into damage. Those
1: qualifiers are there. It can only be
0: done once in a round. So, bonus damage is repeatable. A character can increase the damage inflicted by a successful attack, regardless of the type of attack. Each momentum spend adds plus one points of damage. Not Not a die. Oh, total of one. Interesting. I would have assumed it was a die without that. So,
1: you you couldn't make it repeatable because that could get out of hand real
0: quick. Didn't Mutant Chronicles used to die though? Yes, it did. But I don't think it was repeatable. Right, well, we can go back and watch that. I, I thought it was, but uh, but so as an example here, so how do you get momentum, Heathen Doug? You
1: get uh successes beyond what you require. Yep. Every success beyond what you require to to uh,
0: successfully perform an action, you get one point of momentum. So you, you you were doing a difficulty one attack on on me, and you got two extra successes. Three successes total. Three successes total.
1: I get, I get a, I get, I hit you or do whatever I do against you and I get two momentum.
0: Exactly. So you could spend, you could spend that to break uh, two of those to break guard. May only be used on an attack or defend reaction. The target loses guard. Oh, wow. So, oh, yeah, yeah. So if, if I get momentum on you,
1: I spend two momentum you and and you've you've already decided to use guard or as a reaction i can break it Mm -hmm. so yeah you uh the the game master spent the doom to to give his npc a reaction i just nullified that reaction and you don't get any benefit for it
0: also remember there's a group momentum pool as well so it's not just you have to get two extra successes you could pull from that group momentum pool
1: but other people can pull as well. So yeah. you may not have, when, that, when when your turn comes around, you may not have any momentum left.
0: But eh, eh, that's, that's it. That's, rolls your dice, he you takes chances. You can make a cold shot. Now, this one requires some GM interpretation. I want to shoot his hand so that he drops the weapon. Sure. And some people get really pedantic about that. I want to shoot right in between here. He dropped the weapon. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't get caught up in minutiae, all right? He should have an arrow in his hand. because that mean he can actually punch me now? Oh, my God, dude.
1: <laughs> no, no, it
0: doesn't. An arrow will go right through your hand. Stop it. Uh, and you can see a bunch of other ones. The disarm's pretty cool. Penetration. Ooh, what is that? The damage inflicted by the current attack ignores an amount of soak equal to twice the momentum spent. So you spend those two to, those two momentum, you completely destroy that heavy cover of mine. Well, not destroy it, but you, but you ignore it. You ignore that heavy cover of mine that I was hiding behind. Reroll cool. damage is not repeatable.
1: You can only do it one time, but you can reroll your dice. Any number momentum. of
0: damage dice.
1: Yeah, any number you want. So if you got like, you know, uh, two, two, and then none, none. I don't. Know. I only want to reroll the nuns. I'm going to keep the twos. I'm going to reroll the nuns. One momentum.
0: Okay, cool. And you can spend uh, momentum to a draw but you can see the other ones on there so th- those are some ideas plus if you've got an, an imagination and a good GM maybe come up with some other things that don't fit on here but i'm pretty sure these cover most of what you do
1: yeah o- o'manal's right that whole that whole mm-hmm. penetration thing mm-hmm. for for something that's heavily armored is actually more important than damage oh
0: yeah i could bypassing see
1: bypassing that. that soak is more important than more dice of damage because you can get four more dice for four more damage points but that soak's going to going to eat it up anyway I'd I'd rather penetrate and have the normal damage actually do something.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Kind of doing a cost benefit analysis there. But yeah, I mean, a a lot of games have that kind of feature and that always comes into play or should come into play. Like what's more important for me to hit hard or me to actually hit accurately Mm -hmm.
1: Hit in between the plates or or hit them with a big giant rock? I don't know. Depends on the plates, I guess. Right. (laughs)
0: Yeah. When a character is successfully hit by an attack during combat, the attack inflicts a certain amount of damage. Some environmental effects can also inflict damage, such as falling from great height. We, sure. Again, we skip that because again, that's yeah. just part of a normal game. Being set on fire or encountering something terrifying. Okay, that's where you get into the mental damage.
1: Yes, mental damage. You get you get the emotional damage. You cry in a corner, like and and now you're you're the sissy that your dad always said you were. <laughs> and now you're
0: just waiting to die. Okay. Now, damage is protected against by soak, which sure. reduces the damage inflicted. Each type of damage has its own type of soak, and each point of soak reduces incoming damage of the relevant type by one point. Any damage sure. not absorbed by soak reduces a particular reduces a particular form of stress and may inflict lasting harm. Any damage not... Oh, so any damage you take will make you concerned for your life... Sure. <laughs> and and may actually hurt you uh long term. Might get that hamstring or that Achilles or that jugular, broken or... arm, whatever. Yeah. All right. Uh, I can't get over. That's right. a damage. Okay, damage resolved and fundamentally the same way, regardless of the type of damage inflicted. Each weapon and technique determines damage based on several factors. First of all, damage rating. Each source of damage has its own damage ra- rating. This is normally defined as a number of combat dice. For sure. example, a sword has a damage rating of four combat dice. So four Phoenixes, Phoenix Eye? Phoenix, I don't know, uh, are rolled and added together. And I don't have the Conan version, I have the Mutant Chronicles version. We saw it before. It's one, two, ignore three and four. And in this game, five and six actually have something a little different. Bonus damage. A character may inflict bonus damage if possessing above average attributes. A character with a high brawn. Will inflict additional damage on melee attacks. That is determined during character creation. Yes. And a character with high awareness will inflict additional damage based or damage on ranged attacks. And a character with high personality will inflict additional damage on threatened attacks. He's really good at the yo mama so fat. He <laughs> yeah. I quit, man. I'm out. I'm not doing this fight anymore. I love my mama. <laughs> like, oh, okay, he lost. A player can spend momentum when making an attack to add more damage to that attack. We already saw that. Each momentum adds one to the damage and it is repeatable. Actions. The exploit action has a momentum spend. It's repeatable to add bonus D20s to the skill test and bonus combat dice to the damage of the attack that follows it. That now... now That's
1: that's the called shot one. That's the like, you know, you, you, you take a round to gather someone's, you know, weaknesses or or you know, aim really hard for that
0: for that chink in the specifically armor specifically exploit. Remember yeah. we read we read exploit. We yeah, had we to we find read it, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, this is probably the best <laughs> answer to that question so far. Thanks for putting it in a bullet. Resources: ranged weapons can often spend reloads Each reload spend adds a d20 to the skill test and plus one combat dice to the damage to the attack that follows it. Okay. So, what does that mean? That means you are poop, poop 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 because this game doesn't have machine guns right okay. um, but so each reload spent so that's a momentum. okay, so you spend momentum
1: To you reload, use a reload they, you, to only, <laughs> you only lose uh, charges or or your your quiver gets empty because of problems doom. because yeah, doom doom does that and uh, complications do that. So, normally, you don't run out of ammo unless there's doom or or a doom is done upon you or you you roll a complication and you ran out of ammo. but you want to you want to reload, then you have to spend momentum
0: okay. It's just just to remind folks because uh, I'm forgetting if we talked about it for this game or for Mutant Chronicles, so I'll say it just here now. This game has some abstraction to it. You don't count every arrow that you have in your quiver. no that's this isn't a spreadsheet game so um. Player making the attack roll should roll all of the combat dice indicated and add that total to any fixed bonuses from the damage rating or momentum span. Now, this example here didn't give a fixed damage rating. It just said four combat dice, but some could be one plus four combat dice. That means it's sure. minimum one and then add four combat dice to it. Right. It's called the damage roll, yada, yada. Uh, so, bonus damage. This Remember, this is brawn to start. Well, brawn or awareness or, awareness, or, yeah. or personality. Yeah. Uh, and the, so if it's Brawn, when you melee attack somebody and you've got a 10, you get plus two combat dice of damage.
1: So if they were using the sword instead of four, it would be six.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And there you go. It's a chart that we already read. So stress and harm. A character can only withstand so much damage of any one type before being unable to fight further. Each Trickle. damage type has a stress value and each based on a combination of one of the character's attributes and associated skill. Stress represents a character's ability to avoid, mitigate, or resist threats and dangers. Uh, let's, let's be honest, people get stupid when they're under stress, or a lot of people are. I mean, some people seem to thrive, but uh, most people get stupid when they're under stress. So suffering damage reduces the character's available stress, but reduced stress alone does not penalize the character in any way. It may represent a character becoming weary and fatigued. Shrugging off minor maladies or being otherwise less able to act fully at a particular moment. Stress can be recovered quickly under normal circumstances, requiring only a little rest. Let me have a breather here. Mm. However, a large amount of stress is lost at once or if stress runs out altogether. Then the character begins to suffer harm. See, you were right. The cry in a corner actually hurts you. Yep. Harm represents long-term effects of damage and it can be extremely problematic. Oh, your favorite word my a favorite ca- word. a character can suffer harm multiple times with each instance imposing a cumulative penalty on certain skill tests all right let's let's scroll down and find out what these harms are uh is there a uh, do i have to look at a character sheet for the harm under some circumstances unusual form of attack momentum spent out uh like alternate harm with harm and alternate harm, alternate harm does not count towards the number of harms that a character may suffer each time. Okay, it looks like we're gonna have to find a uh, character sheet for this. Up oh, here we go. Damage types. Boom. There we go. Damage type physical. Stress. Okay, so
1: all right, I, I see it now. I see it now. Uh, for for physical damage, your total stress is your brawn plus resistance, which is called vigor. Mm-hmm. And for for yo mama jokes. <laughs> It's your resolve, which is your willpower yep. plus your discipline, is your is your total amount of stress for mental damage, and you get to soak the stuff, and you get soaked for physical damage. It's armor and or cover, and for mental damage, it's courage and or morale.
0: Okay. As another dynamic uh, to the game that uh, that makes combat, it's got we'll call it longer lasting effects for the combat. Yeah, which anybody who's been in war. <laughs> Notice that there can be some long-lasting effects from combat um damage inflicted upon the body is physical damage blades errors one first time yada yada stress associated with physical physical damage is vigor as heathen dog pointed out a moment ago vigor represents a character's endurance stamina and ability to ignore minor injuries we already read that just a flesh wound physical damage is resisted by two kinds of soak armor provides persistent soak well, cover provides conditional soak, and we've already talked about that. We've already covered cover. Yeah. I did that. I okay. see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if sufficient amount of physical damage is inflicted, the harms inflicted are called wounds.
1: wounds okay, how increase... many
0: harms equals a wound? We didn't we didn't see that. Uh, I hope I didn't skip it. I don't think I did, but uh, we'll see your wounds increase, difficulty of tests, characters suffering four wounds are so badly injured they can be- are barely capable of moving. Characters taking five wounds is dead, so this is very vampire-oriented. Uh, let's see, for object stress is called structure. So yeah, wh- while harms are called breaks. Okay, yeah. So if you hurt enough, it finally breaks. Uh, okay, I guess I do have to scroll back up. So if a target suffers a single harm, if five or more. Da- there you go. Five or more damage remains after soak. Okay. So,
1: okay. Got it. Got it.
0: And now, how many harms equals a wound? Well, that was. That was. Uh, what, what did it say? Let's see, wounds increase a uh, sufficient amount of physical damage. Where is it? Uh, character suffering four. Oh, no, that's four wounds. Yep. That might be on the character sheet. Yep, I don't see it there.
1: All right, Crafty, if, if you can tell us uh, how many harms equals a wound, or if, if that's even a thing, that'd be great.
0: Partially for my presentation here, that doesn't matter to me. You know, you guys can figure that out as you play the game. Just know that that's a mechanic in the game to deal with. But a certain number of harms equals a wound, and a certain number of wounds equals dead. Oh, one harm equals one wound. One harm equals one
1: wound. Oh, wow. Okay. If you run out of vigor, each point of damage is a harm. Omenal says one harm equals one wound. Then why have it mean? Why have different words? <laughs> I agree. I don't understand. That can't be right, Omenal. It can't be because if it is correct one harm equals one wound
0: then why even have two different terms yeah i'm i'm not seeing anything else in here that says differently than what he said though well i'm uh, not seeing that either i'm
1: not seeing one harm equals one wound or or different
0: Five or more damage after soak. A single harm
1: is inflicted on the target. If the target's stress was at zero before the damage roll was made, then the target suffers a single harm. If multiple of these conditions apply, such as five or more damage remaining after soak and reducing target to zero stress, then each condition inflicts a single harm.
0: Okay, we got harm, so how about wounds? How
1: well, do you get wounds? Oh, well, no,
0: he, okay, I got it, I got it, I got it. I should have caught this before. The harm type is wound Harm is the generic term. Wound is specific to physical combat. Break is uh, for a creature. Break is uh, the specific term for physical objects. And trauma is the specific term okay, for okay, mental.
1: Okay, that is, fuck on. Un- okay, you know. Yeah,
0: that's 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 overly necessary
1: uh, verbiage. Dan- yeah, th- thanks a lot for obfuscating the facts. I appreciate it, book.
0: But, but it, I mean, it is right there. It's just, it, it could have yeah, just been harm, I get harm. it.
1: I get it. Harm is the generic term over all the three classes, and each class has its own specific yeah. version of harm. Why? That's an unnecessary complication to the game. Just call them all harm.
0: All right. Hit locations. Physical damage inflicted on a target can affect one or several locations of the body, which may be more or less protected depending on the construction of the character's armor and uh wherever physical attack hits game master roll d20 on the hit location table to determine which location is struck so
1: is this optional
0: <laughs> creature i, I mean technically, technically, is it's it, optional it's not labeled as optional but you're the game oh, master why no but
1: then mm. the, you don't need this if you have a called shot which you do the players and NPCs have an option to call a shot. You don't need a random hit location if you have called shot. This is another unnecessary complication.
0: Well, I generally agree with you on play devil's advocate for a moment. Called shot is to hit the unarmored part. Having a hit location table is to get lucky and to hit the the unarmored part. He's not wearing a helm. You can make a called shot for a head, or you can hope that that D twenty rolls a one or two.
1: See, I again, I I would make him called a shot because all non-called shots hit main body that's what happens that's
0: easy lots of games do it it makes combat go faster well crafty says it's optional i'm not seeing the term here but i don't care i mean i'm, I'm the type of person who just says all things are optional so um you can house rule it in or out but but it doesn't say optional here so anyway it it, it might in
1: like one sentence buried inside a paragraph somewhere <laughs>
0: So, armor provides different quantities of soak depending on which location it covers. And I know when we did the Mutant Chronicles thing, I showed a character sheet. I haven't done right. that here. But, uh, yes, y- each, each one of these locations has a soak rating that you write down to your character sheet so you know if you're hitting the head, well, that might have one soak, where if you hit the torso, it might have... Torso? Wow. Torso has five soak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but...
1: It, yeah, understandable,
0: yeah. All right. Uh... Mental damage. Okay. Now we're gonna talk wow. a little bit about mental damage. I knew it was in the chapter. Damage inflicted upon the mind is mental damage. Might be caused by fear, doubt, panic, despair, sudden shocks, or some matter of mystical or psychic assault. Your mama's so fat. The stress associated with mental damage is resolved, just as what is uh oh yeah, nope, nope, never mind. I'm not gonna not gonna go there. Don't don't do it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Do it. Yeah. Resolve represents a character's determination. And ability to handle stress. Control emotions and resist the stresses of life. Characters whose current resolve is low are wary, less certain, and less able to cope with challenging situations. Okay, so there are two types of soak. Courage, which provides persistent soak, so that's like wearing armor. Mm-hmm. And, mor- armor. and morale, which I skipped above which is like cover because it's conditional. So morale is your cover. (laughs) Yeah. If, uh, if like, like, let's say you
1: are a foot soldier and you are, you are facing down a horde of bloodthirsty Huns and you're a little scared because they're all wearing the, you know, bones and ears from fallen victims. And it's pretty scary, but your commander gives you a rousing speech of how we're going to win the day and all of our wives and children are going to be fine because we are going to kill these blood-sucking Huns and send them back to their mamas. Well, he rolls, he succeeds, and you now have morale. Your morale is boosted. That's more mental armor against their terrifying visage.
0: I get it. Yep. This is why you want to bard your party. I mean, oh, God, did I just say that? You said that out <laughs> loud. I know. I'm sorry. Um, all right. So traumas are the harms. For mental attack, or, for, or, or yeah, uh,
1: harm people. Come
0: on, I, I know mental I'm with it. So difficulty test using and, and as, if you look at this, it looks very similar, not the same as to what we we're talking about in combat. Yeah. Right now, characters attempting to recover their own resolve during battle or treat their traumas naturally use the discipline skill. Characters attempting to recover the resolve or treat traumas of an ally use the counsel skill. Discipline is for yourself. Kind of makes sense. I can tough yep. through it. And counsel, yep. heathen dog, you're great, man. You're going to be just fine. You can do this. <laughs> yeah. Rub a little dirt on it. Get back out there. So, recovering from damage is as important as being able to inflict it. All character, okay, all character recovers, or a character there. A character okay. recovers all lost stress, vigor, and resolve at the end of an action scene. Okay, so you stress at the end when the fight's over, you like, you calm down. Whew, that was tough. We lived. Okay, you're stressed. Was recovered this is automatic requiring requiring only a brief rest stress is recovered at a slower rate within an action scene though it never reaches a higher value than the character's normal maximum that makes sense that
1: that didn't, that, that didn't need to be said but okay fine
0: uh, spending one point of momentum allows character to recover one point of any stress and it's repeatable and immediate okay. <laughs> well i would hope so <laughs> recovering from harm is a trickier proposition we're going two stages, treatment and healing. Isn't it the same thing twice?
1: No, s- treat. No, tr- treatment is is uh, sanitizing the wound, wrapping it up, and then healing is over time. So you need both. You need okay. to treat the wound by covering it, putting the proper medicine on it, uh, getting a splint okay. on it, and then healing over time will actually get rid of the wound. But if you don't treat it first, it's just going to stay broke.
0: So, restoring lost harm cannot be done during an action scene, except under the most extraordinary of measures and conditions. Uh character must choose what kind of harm is being treated, so you can't treat all types of harm at the same time. Remember, for a person, that's going to be physical wounds or mental, whatever the fuck yeah. it was called up here, trauma.
1: broken leg or burn damage. You've got, it's yeah. two different treatments. Yeah.
0: If I successful, the test removes one harm plus one additional harm for each momentum spent. Okay, that's that's kind of normal stuff. Oof, jeepers, creepers, we're only on ranged attacks now, come on. Ranged attacks. Um, I want to get into distances because I'm sure the attack rules are the same thing. Listed as medium, then the attack... Okay, here we go. Most attacks list a particular range category and close range is the most common of these ranges. If a target is within that range category, then the difficulty of the attack skill test is unchanged. So, difficulty one is difficulty one. If an attack has listed range of medium, then the attacks on the targets in closer to long range increase the difficulty by one step. Okay.
1: oh that sucked okay well that's yeah, we kind of like we a, didn't know that bow. earlier
0: well I mean, here's the range attack chat uh section so that i'm okay with that but think of like a, a english longbow you're not shooting that at somebody 10 yards away from you no not, not with the actions you need to do to make that thing fly so if you want to put that in consideration yeah um yeah, that's the best example I can think of right now. Uh, I'm sure there are better weapons, you know, weapons experts out there can think of, but it's really hard to shoot that thing at too close of a range. At the same time, you get within like its optimum range, we'll call it. Okay, it's a normal attack. But then, even for the British longbow, you got wind, you got everything else, and how that arrow flies, it's not going to hit, you know, it's not going to hit effectively 600 yards away. Probably going to have to fire a couple of shots to make that happen. So, um, so every range, so whatever it says for the range category, everything outside of it is, or every category outside of it is plus one difficulty.
1: Okay, so for example, at close range, you're fine. Difficulty one or normal difficulty, whatever yeah. that may be. Yeah. And then medium range, add one more success required. Long range, add one more success required. Extreme range, what are you doing? Move.
0: Talking, oh. <laughs> Move closer. Um, I want to see if this is, uh, drawing a shot is part of a standard action used to make the attack, but the character may only have a finite amount of shots available. Once the character depletes all the shots, the ranged weapon can't be used again until the shots are replenished. Okay.
1: okay. This goes against what we all thought what was, what was happening earlier. You don't run out of ammo. What is uh, this? We'll have
0: to look at the weapons. At the end of a scene, the character rolls one combat die for each shot used. On an effect, the, sh- uh, the shot is damaged or broken. It cannot be used again. Hmm. So... Each more, time a range weapon is used, Let's do it. This might be hurled weapon like a dart, heavy projectile, like a crossbow bolt, or even a loose rock. Got it. Drawing a shot. You know what? I prefer the Mutant Chronicles way. This, yeah.
1: Unnecessary complication. Conan apparently loves it.
0: I mean, oh, I get it. I mean, it's, try, it's trying to yeah, represent how you're using ammo, sense. but... I get it. It's just not necessary to yeah. make the game playable and fun. I Stop agree. it. If you want to be abstract, be abstract. If you want to be a spreadsheet, be a spreadsheet. Don't try and be both. Uh, reaching guard, I'm not gonna go through that. Uh, some of these more, I want to call them advanced concepts. Again, if you, play, you either like the game or you don't, so uh damage we already kind of talked about it there are notes such as x combat dice with x being the number of combat dice rolled we've already looked at that basic attacks. now we're gonna actually finally get into what things you can do and i'm gonna let heathen dog pick one or two out of here that uh, he might want to see what they are so we have unarmed improvised strike nope threaten threaten your mama yo mama (laughs) we already we already basically read what that is right i'm gonna do it again okay this is a basic attempt to scare or demoralize foes using a, mix, a mixture of spoken threats and body language. Urgh, flex! Threaten... Well, okay, it's Conan. Take off your shirt. Yeah. Threaten is the basic form of mental attack. It has a range of close and inflicts two damage. So what does that mean if somebody's at medium range, heathen dog? If
1: plus, someone's at medium range, that, that means... It's one difficulty. Uh, yeah, it's, in, it's increased difficulty to actually affect the person but it still is going to inflict two two dice of damage along with the stun quality. Now, of course, if you're if you have an attribute uh which is what? Um for this one it's shit I I, I forget the name of the attribute that would give give a good bonus damage.
0: Um oh, you talk for for persuade? which one for for ranged attack? That's awareness. Nope, nope.
1: This is different. This is persuade, I think, right?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Threaten. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Threaten is yeah. yeah. So if you have,
1: say, a 10 instead of two dice of damage, it'll do four. Because if you have a 10 Persuade, it goes plus two to this specific threatened type of damage.
0: Yeah. Some I don't know why, but I had that you're shooting a bow stuck in my head, even though we were reading threaten it was weird.
1: But again, I mean, uh I'm 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 making fun of the mental damage because I I don't think it's necessary really to to, to have to be the the same as actually getting punched in the face, but all right,
0: whatever. It seemed to make more sense to me in mutant Chronicles. Just, I don't know. it It did then here, but I could be jaded. Uh, it displays a method of intimidation, a technique that makes character more effective at scaring enemies and breaking their morale
1: however the 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 whole display thing is is what i said earlier about you know the ears of their fallen enemies and the bones that that is a that is a fear display so it gives them bonuses to to uh threaten
0: the reason yeah the reason i scrolled up here a little bit was to show you again it's this additional type of threatened attack yep so um however each display has a number of different requirements for use all right let's let's uh do we have any oh we do have stuff Requirements. Unlike many traditional means of attack, a display has a particular narrative requirement. Okay. I'm okay with that. That must be fulfilled before it can be used. Each display's requirement must be met anew in each scene, and are often very circumstantial. In some cases, particular actions or items may be needed in order to meet a display's requirement. Deeds speak louder than words, and some of the most powerful displays come from specific actions. Once a character has used a given display in a scene, that particular display may not be attempted again in that scene. Well, yeah, if it didn't work once, do you think it's going to work a second time? Hmm. Until the character meets the requirements again. At the Game Master's discretion, the requirement used for one display can generally not be reused. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, for example, a character cannot use the stain, the soil red display. That, that, okay, that's a display. By killing a number of, what's that?
1: That, that was going to be my example, Ki- killing someone in, in, in front of an opposing force mercilessly, and that would shake them. This is what this is. Yeah, that's this.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you can't use stains, the stain, the soil red. That's a tongue twister for me for some reason. Uh, by killing a number of foes in one round and then use dead men stare with the head of one of those slain foes. You can't. Why, why not? not?
1: That seems like you, re- you did the requirement of both those things in
0: order. And it seems pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't make any sense to me okay so what are what are our displays here a mighty name a dead man's stare flaming brand impossible feet of might and obviously yeah, uh, here are the skills for oh uh, well, let's look at one of these which one do you want to see uh stain the soil red okay yep. that's fine uh uh my flame brand possible feet of might sorcerer's might stain the soil there we go let go over here Following the death of several foes and the shedding of copious amounts of blood, the character lets out a savage primordial cry requirement must have personally slain no fewer than three enemies during the scene. All right. Once this display has been used, the character must slay at least three new enemies to gain uh, again to, uh, to attempt it again. So every three people you kill, you can try this. Oh, so, but you can kill more than three. It says
1: at least, no yeah. fewer than three. Yeah. But if you kill more, it's the number of your victims. That's the extra dice in... in uh, yes, in so your, that's what he's going to read next.
0: Damage. Yep. Yeah. Does X combat dice of damage where X is the number of enemies slain? Yep. So if you want to wait until you have 10... <laughs> you can. Okay. Okay. I get it. Yeah, I, I, that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, now... You know, we shit on some parts of the game. I shouldn't say it. we we poo poo on some parts of the game, but then there are aspects like this, these narrative aspects. This game really seems to excel at the narrative aspects, and really seems to suck at the game aspects. We should be almost done here. Riding animals burn. I don't care. It's got vehicle combat, guys. Um, dude, I think that's the end of the yeah, chapter. actions
1: actions in uh in vehicle combat or mounted it, combat.
0: I think that's the end of the chapter.
1: We made it they're They're obviously going to be called something different because
0: Conan loves using different words meaning the same thing. That was long, and it's only gonna be one video i I, I knew we were gonna to struggle to get through parts of it. I intentionally wanted to skip parts that we actually talked about, <laughs> but uh that's fine. Uh, you know it uh, if it was interesting to heathen Dog or if it was interesting to our chat, then it was worth uh, you know doing covering it. but uh I like the Conan art, so I want to show it off a little bit there. But there we go. Next week won't won't be as long. Thank God. But uh let's uh get What do we have for chat? Well, we got some start stuff. You can All right, take cool. a look at. How many times did I get yelled at?
1: Uh I didn't star
0: those. <laughs> <laughs> oh you want me to put Okay, I just moved yeah. things back. Okay. Come out. Thought you were going to do it, but I got it. All right, so start. Oh, we only have four. Okay. So turn order has changed in future 2D20 games. Oh, really? In more uh, more recent games, one player goes first, then must spend momentum to keep the initiative. What? Or it goes to an NPC. Oh, so it's kind of a back and forth Yeah, it bounces back and
1: forth unless you spend momentum. (laughs) Then the player gets to keep it. Apparently the game master can't spend Doom to keep it or else it would just be a fight it it, it would it would be a chit fight not chick fight Chit, as in you know token chit yeah i yeah
0: whatever whatever
1: let's add more complication it's awesome let's do it conan love it yep that's
0: what conan does okay omanella says if you kill six to do six damage wait if you kill and six, it's area effect you do as well. Six.
1: Yes, oh, okay. that's the the stain the stain the red thing that you oh, you, okay. you kill you kill six people and then you decide to to make your to okay. I'm going do it now with six. You get yeah. six dice of damage, damaging all the enemies that can see you.
0: Yeah, no, that that makes sense. Think about it. You yeah. got somebody just going in. There's some some berserker going crazy and killing all all your buddies around you. You're gonna think twice about you. You're not gonna be so comfortable about being in that no. fight anymore. No. It's like, no, not, not him. Not, not, not Connor McLeod. No, no, not him. No. I, I get it. I, I like it. And, and I, and I, in this case, I like the mental attack uh, yeah, you know, yeah. that it uh, does to people as well. Uh, you need to keep killing to get more displays. Yeah. Yeah. That means you gotta be good at killing. And
1: then you're going to be even better at killing because you started off good at killing. It's a snowball of killing. I love it the
0: only thing that that i kind of disagreed with that example is it just seemed like it flowed one to the other i killed a bunch of people i pick up his head and i'm showing it to you i don't know to me i i think that just kind of flows one to the other you know but the game i can also understand that they don't want all these things stacking up where it's like i killed five people and i hold up a head and a a hundred person army just goes running away it's like uh okay (laughs) fair and crafty says uh, I can cut the head off a necromancer, hold his head over me, let his blood rain down, covering me in crimson red, and then a barbaric scream that makes the enemy horde flee. That's that dead man scream or whatever. Yeah, it's called. but
1: I think your friends would flee as well. Like, God damn, Jimmy. You did not have to go that hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even your friends take the stress even wound. Your like, like ah. dude, you got creepy, man. Calm down.
0: <laughs> so, um... I, I want to be be honest uh, about this, not like I wouldn't be anyway, but uh, the rules aren't difficult. No. In some regard, we may have made them a little more difficult than they needed to be, but for me, and, and this is why I was kind of ignoring a, a lot of the chat that I can see coming from Crafty, not that he was wrong, but I wanted to present it as the book presented it because the book is... <laughs> Mutant Chronicles was written so much better than this book. Not that I think this is a bad game. It's basically the same game as Mutant Chronicles. But if I had to go one book to the other book, I pick Mutant Chronicles like that.
1: My my problem with this book is that it it overcomplicates things by creating terms that don't need to exist. It's just adding adding a, a layer of word salad complication to your rule set that is just going to slow down gameplay.
0: I don't like it. I mean, there's nothing... I know, again, people can get pedantic about it, but there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, is that a physical harm or is that a mental harm? Yeah, you, know, you, that, don't, that, you don't
1: need to have five different terms for essentially one effect. You don't. You chose to. <laughs> you made a mistake.
0: Violence solves everything, says Crafty is currently feeling the way I did during Year of Palladium. <laughs> yeah, again, we're not trying to be pedantically correct on every look. This isn't a how-to. <laughs> so... um when we do get to some how-to's that we have planned, well, that's that'll be a little different. I can see the uh, for you the uh, we the fans have been asking for a revised edition that will sadly never happen. Now, yeah, I understand. Look, I understand why people like the Conan game. I, I I'm I'm not hating on the game. No matter what I feel about uh, uh as a company, and I have my issues. We said it all during the Mutant Chronicles stuff. I have my problems with um, the momentum the gaminess of momentum chronicle points uh, uh, or, or sorry, fortune points, uh, all that stuff. I, I think it goes too far. And I, I hope that when we cover the, the free league stuff that Heathen dog will understand where I'm coming from at that point where it's like, here's a way to do it. That doesn't get so gamey about it, but we'll see, you know, he might hate it there too. I don't know, but uh I don't want a game within a game. Uh, 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 you know, yeah, that's, that's the best way I can say it, but Maybe outside game. of that, yeah. Yeah, exactly there you go. A mini a mini game within a game. Outside of that, I I actually like the way the 2D20 system works. I like the way the combat works just it's presented in this book kind of eh. <laughs> overcomplicated. part. I uh, see this doesn't bother me, but again, I'm used to that from the, the from the free league stuff. I just wish it was defined a little bit more often so that wait, wait what what is that? <laughs> oh, that's combat dice. I just had to remember that it's combat dice, so
1: that's that's just we haven't we haven't actually played it two or three times that's that's why that is
0: oh and this is a really good point not that it's on the screen there although that's a good point as well um right here Omenel, the quick start i think made it easier initially yeah uh, most games that nowadays that have quick starts are you should use them
1: you should use them it will really really streamline everyone's thought process on the game
0: so before we go into segment two here this is still part of segment one like subscribe yep. share oh we got let me let me click the little thingy like, like here, subscribe right. share appreciate that for putting up with this nonsense i i want to do two things number one is to reiterate one more time if you think the read-throughs are supposed to be reading every word no this chapter would be boring as heck if you think that we're here to solve all of life's mysteries no that's more of what segment two does we're literally learning this game with you And I know I have to keep saying this, but uh, I read the comments that we get, and sometimes I feel I need to. So understand, we're making mistakes. What Our point is here, is we have a bunch of people in our community that have a passion for this game, wanted us to cover it, paid us to cover it, (laughs) let's be honest, and we're covering it uh, for you to decide, do you want to get it? Quickly get those PDFs while they still exist or quickly if you can find a book get it while it still exists we're not trying to shit on the game at all we're trying to present it to you in a generic but meaningful way while (laughs) we're reading through it so hopefully we're doing that if you have the same passion that people like conan and omen owl have and some others uh dm james for example get it it's the system isn't bad you'll just have to what we're presenting here is you'll have to stumble through the book The other thing I want to say is uh, that chapter was longer than what he the entire book that he's going to cover in segment two. Yeah.
1: Four pages, people. That's all I got. Four pages of game.
0: All right. So we're going to end segment one with that. Thank you very much. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Next week is going to be equipment and sorcery. And then we're done with Conan 2D20. Uh, we might gloss over a couple other things, but that's generally it. No hatred for the game. I just want to be no. honest with that. You know, just like with Palladium, sometimes we both, at one point or another, yeah. got yeah. angry at certain things that ultimately didn't really matter. But that's because we have a passion for the game. So now, for 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 combat in in Conan,
1: all I would do is take my pen and mark out certain sections of the book, <laughs> like the uh, the random hit table. Get rid of that. That's fucking stupid. Lose that uh some uh some some other stuff where 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 it says harm and wounds and 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 all it, yeah. like you know what no no i'll 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 write it all into half a paragraph that'll 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 cover every kind of damage without without having like 18 different terms introduced stupid that's what i would do and it would work great beautiful streamlined uh sexy little thing
0: i if there's one thing i will give the 2d20 system for games like *Mutant Chronicles* and games like *Conan*, it ab- yeah it captures pulp very well. I think the 2d20 system does do that.
1: Well, the whole uh, the whole mental threaten uh, the the one that we read that's very very visceral. <laughs> that's a very very visceral
0: attack. <laughs> Stain everything right. red with blood. We'll leave that there. Okay, Uh, thanks, folks. Uh, Do you need to take a quick break before we start segment two? Okay, I will. I'll warm up the crowd. I don't know how I'm warming you all up, but uh, no, I I appreciate it. And, And Crafty, I get it. My my frustration wasn't necessarily pointed at you directly. It was pointed at the fact that I wanted to skip some parts, whether it was <clears throat> me reading a couple of things I hadn't planned on reading, uh, Heathen Dog uh, reading through some things that I knew were coming later, but to be fair, he didn't know. Or or you saying, Oh, you skipped this, you know, whatever. I knew that segment was gonna be so long already, and I don't know how many people are actually gonna watch it. Um, that yeah, I wasn't thinking that you were spurging out or anything like that, but I was uh, I was definitely Like, I just, I want to get through some of this. I just want to give people an overview and you could argue and say, well, maybe you should prepare better. Part of it. That's part of the read through aspect though, is I skimmed it. I wish I would have had time to skim it again yesterday, which I didn't skimmed it. Uh, not even a week ago. I kind of knew what I wanted to cover. So, but you know, that's the fun of the live stream as well, though. I, I i'm with the omen i like the random hit table as well i i get why he doesn't but uh i, I like it as well but that's probably because you know, i go back to BattleTech. i'm still trying to figure out how i want to handle damage in my game i have a couple of things already written up and uh yeah i think i'm coming up with a brand new set si- no i shouldn't say that nothing i come up with hasn't been thought of before but uh i'm coming up with a unique system for mine that isn't Common, we'll put it that way. I think I've decided to go a different way. I have to test it though. No, that you know, violence—that's that's uh, that's actually really so. Violence solves everything. Rumble says, "I think Crafty, like me with Palladium, is making most of the comments for the people in the chat, not really expecting you guys to read or comment on that." That could be as well. Crafty ats us a lot though, so (laughs) I don't know if that's true. Uh, He likes to use that at function. Um yeah, and, if, and if that it, leads you to myth that means you want us to read it. Yeah. <laughs> <That's what> it <laughs> um, means, man, I do get what you're saying. I think my only issue with that and this has nothing to do with you guys is that we don't save the chat for later cuz I actually highlight these things out on Twitch which doesn't save the chat, even its own chat in in that regard we can do the highlight out. So the only people are going to see are the people who are watching it live. Um but that does make sense uh and for the people who do watch it after the fact well, the YouTube side, um, they'll get all that. So yeah, I mean that, that makes sense. So <clears throat> are you ready for your segment two? I am. Okay, oh. let me let me get ready for your segment two. Uh scroll up there. I'm losing my voice a little bit. I don't know if you can hear it, but it's getting a little scratchy. All right, for segment two today, we're going to be covering rices or rhesus or how did you want me to say it? I, 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 it
1: could be either Rysis or Rhesus. I just, when I when I I look at it, I think Rhesus. Okay. I think, I I I think
0: Rhesus, he thinks Rhesus, but it's his segment. So I'll go with Rhesus. Rhesus, the anything RPG, it can be anything. So this RPG must be one of the biggest books ever written. Well, we are going to find out how big this book is after I do the typical we believe that role-playing games should take place in fantastic worlds and that the focus of the game should be on role-playing and having a good time the core values of hashtag rpgate and any good tabletop group are escapism not representation entertainment over activism and natural organic inclusion not forced diversity the charity we support is wounded warrior project a national non-partisan organization whose mission is to honor and empower wounded warriors Please refer to the description below for the link to where you can make your hopefully tax-deductible donation. Join us Thursdays and Saturday evenings on twitch.tv slash Legion of Myth to watch Heathen Dog and his team of Dirty Casual. How did I become a Dirty Casual? I'm a part-time... I'm, a, I'm so casual, I'm a part-time Dirty Casual. I'm only there exactly. on Saturdays. <laughs> He's casual squared. Yeah, there you go. Well, As uh, we Dirty Casuals play multiplayer games for your mockery and enjoyment. And last night, there could have been some mockery. That was uh, it was fun though. Uh, here on our Sherris and a Spider, Goodbye. Uh Here on our YouTube channel, you can watch these game-related segments live every Sunday at 1 p.m. Central Time, or check out the Friday Night Chill Stream, where our panel of guests opine, comment, and editorialize on the TTRPG hobby as a whole. As always, hey, we're on a live stream. It is now my job to derail Heathen Dog as much as possible, and subscribe for derailing. And before he starts before he oh. starts i do want to say oops here it is right there how big is the gurps book it's multiple books isn't it it's like th- oh, yeah. three three books three. that's a universal yep. system yep how big is the hero system book it's like what 500 pages oh,
1: yeah it's it's 500 something pages almost 600 i think
0: and yeah, those need have. supplements to have the anything rpg so how many thousands of pages is this Reese's book four four thousand
1: nope four this is all of it right you see it one two three four that's it that's the whole book now i want to i want to zoom in a little bit here because in the beginning it says welcome to okay now for the person who wrote this game it the the pronunciation of the of the game itself must be completely uh normal to him right because just in the last five minutes we've got three different ways to 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 actually pronounce it i say rhesus max says rhesus rhesus and coco here says rhesus which one is right i don't know and i don't care (laughs) so we're moving on from that All right, a complete pen and paper role-playing game. For some, Reese's is a handy emergency RPG for spur-of-the-moment one-shots and rapid character creation. For others, it's a reliable campaign system supporting years of play. Okay, hard stop. Anyone who's played a more in-depth role-playing game, like, I don't know, seven pages, is, uh, (laughs) is going to agree with the former and disagree with the latter. This is a perfect game for if two or more people called off, uh, you know, oh, God, I got to work or the kid is sick or the wife is bugging me to mow the lawn. I got to do it now. And you don't have enough people to to securely go forward with your normal game. This is an excellent game so everyone else can have fun for the day. But years long campaign pass. No, that's that's just a dumb Dumb thing to say. Don't say that in public.
0: Are you going to explain why?
1: Oh, I don't have to explain why. It, when when I go over the game, it'll explain itself why. Okay. Uh, bolstered by enthusiastic global community, devoted and expanding, celebrating it, sharing it, and gaming with it.
0: Because, I do you know, like the stick figures, though. I do think they... Uh, the
1: stick figures are pretty cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, character. Now it goes jumps right into character creation. Why? Because there's no world background. There's no world. It's the game at now. To be fair, this game is difficult for the game master because the game gives you no framework, gives you no background, gives you no setting, gives you none of that. You have to come up with all of that. And you have to adjudicate all of these uh, uh, cliches, tools, power skills that I'm going to explain in a minute that people, that players can just friggin' make up as they go along. Or when they're creating the character, they just make it up. And then you have to adjudicate that. So it's game master intensive, but it's only four pages. It's not
0: hard. So let's let's
1: start off with. Character I, I want to ask you a
0: question for you on that. Though. Are, are are you of the mindset that uh, a game should come with a default setting? Mm. A game that's four pages? No,
1: I'm not. <laughs> I'm I'm not. I'm not killing it for that. No, of course not. That's that's ridiculous. But if if you spend say anything more than 15 or 20 dollars on a book and it doesn't have any kind of background setting framework anything you wasted that money guess how much this book costs
0: five dollars see if anybody in chat knows people in chat will just go look it up all right well you're kind of close but you know pdf prices have gone up this book costs no this book costs free oh okay there you go cost free well you know what for free I'm not, not going to say anything about it. It didn't yeah. even have the option to, like, you know, where it's like, pay what you want. It's just 0 dot zero dollars. $0. Zero.
1: Okay. It's just 0 bucks. That's great.
0: Three installments of 99.
1: 99. <laughs> there, you I mean, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to do character creation now, but I'm not going to use their example. I'm going to use Max Liao Uh-oh. to show you how character creation is done between Game Master and Victor, I mean, player. <laughs> All right. So, Max Liao, I want you to think of any character idea.
0: Idea, huh?
1: This is a cliche. For example, you can be a swashbuckler, and then Mm -hmm. all of your skills, powers, and abilities will
0: be based on you being a swashbuckler. I I got it already. What is it? I want to be Macho Man Randy Savage, but an orc with a battle axe. Okay, what would we
1: call that? Uh, it would be it would be a barbarian
0: and berserker kind no, of thing. No, that
1: that would be a, a, a different wrestler. Okay, uh, barbarian and showman. Okay. So you have two main cliches, barbarian and showman. So now we're we're going to build his character. Now you have 10 points to put in cliches. Uh, the maximum you can put in a single cliche is four points. So which which one do you want as four? Or you can have both of them be four. You can have both of them, your, your barbarian and mm-hmm. your showman, both be four. You can do that if you want. But you have ten points, and you and until you fill out all ten points, you just keep making up more cliches. Okay. Well, no, uh, okay. to help you out, to help you out, mm-hmm. a, a cliche of three points or higher is considered professional level.
0: Well, I have to go showman so, four then.
1: Well, at at least three to be a professional showman, yeah. right? So, what about bar? Uh, which which one is first, barbarian or showman? Oh, showman in that case. Showman is your prime cliche. Okay, yep. So that's going to be four. What about Barbarian? Uh, Barbarian, I mean, I'm going to have to be good at what I do, so we may as well go three. Okay, you are a professional Barbarian. So that's seven total points. You have three more points for up to three other cliches or one more at a professional level or two and a one, however you want to break it up. So what other cliches would your character have? You are... Strong, you are just, just
0: strong man. Like just strong,
1: some... Strong man? Okay, you have, an, you have another cliche of strong man. How many points do you want to put into it? Um, can I just do the other three and call it? Yeah. Let's just do that. Okay. You are a showman four barbarian four strongman three. Now, this is how it's going to work. Each point is a die that you that you roll for for succeeding in that particular task. Being a barbarian, being a showman or being a strongman. So if you if you are say you wanna you wanna lift the 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 portcullis of a of a castle you would roll strongman okay you'd roll three dice in an attempt to lift that portcullis if you want to intimidate your enemies you would roll showman yep four okay. dice now in the actual attacking the the raising of villages the murdering of civilians and the the raping of women you would roll barbarian so your actual attacks would be barbarian. Now, each cliche okay. gives you at least one tool to use in that cliche. For you, you already you already took you already took one axe. Barbarian, you get a free tool, axe. Okay? That means when when you're using your your barbarian cliche, you're commonly using your axe. If you can't use your axe or your axe is broken, stolen, lost, whatever, it's half rounded up your total dice. So oh. For example, if you are if you are barbarianing, say say you are you are attacking a village, and you don't have your axe, your barbarian skill, your cliche level is two instead of four. Okay, well that makes sense because it's the tool of the trade. And if I'm not exactly now, what tool are you going to use for your showman cliche?
0: Well, I was I was just going to uh, oh that kind of leans into the strongman one though. I was no armor, man. I'm just out there in, in in like a fur loin cloth and
1: okay, okay. Uh, uh,
0: fantastic physique,
1: yeah. Oh, is absolutely, your, is is your tool. That means when you are covered or people can't see your fantastic physique, your showman ability is at half rounded up.
0: Oh, that's that perfect. So yes, it'll
1: be instead of three, it'll be two.
0: Now, yep, that makes that makes perfect. So I'm, I'm with this so far.
1: Okay, what about your strongman cliche? What tool? Are you going to use for your strongman cliche?
0: Uh, I feel like I'm overlapping here because uh because I was gonna say I'm you know my my muscles, but you already okay. said physique, and that's tools of the trade come as a free part of each cliche. It's right here. But
1: they're vulnerable to loss or damage, it can sometimes be crippled, the limit of power, blah, blah. Now, uh, it gives you uh your your loincloth could be could could be part of your strongman thing you know all, yep. all of the all of the 1920s 30s whatever strongmen. they all had that lion loincloth thing yep that could be part of your thing you could use that
0: yeah well i was going to think the uh, the loincloth would be more the showman
1: well no you're you're your fantastic you know perfect okay. herculean physique which is good because it can, can be, be removed taken away but at at, at great cost you know, it, okay. it's, it's not going to like, I steal his physique. You can't do that. But if, if, if someone scars you up or, or throws dark paint on you where no one can see your, your rippling muscles and your, and your, your perfect Adonis, you know, uh, okay. uh, uh, rip stuff, then it takes it away. But your loincloth is your, is your strongman tool without okay. your loincloth instead of three. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's, it's, it's instead of three, three yeah. it's at two.
0: Okay. That, that makes sense. I, I'll right. go with that.
1: Okay, great. Now, uh, a description of your character. Uh, the example for the for the Viking is: you're tall, blonde, and grinning. You like to drink and fight, and drink and chase Viking women, and fight and sail the high seas and fight. And you want to write poems about yourself because he's a poet one. But you are different. You are a showman, barbarian, strong man. So describe yourself physically,
0: mentally at least a little bit go. Okay. So, so I'd like to, I'd like to make a little bit of a change here for, for showman. I I said, Randy Savage, right. And we're not really playing in a specific, I got to have the glasses. Okay. Okay. Uh, guys, that, so that
1: is your tool then it's, it's, it's not your rippling physique. It's your, it's your glasses and cowboy hat. Yep.
0: Yeah. And uh yeah, so we'll, we'll go with the loincloth. Yeah. We'll keep that there. So for the strong oh, man. Okay. Yeah. So, so as, so as, as far as uh, I look, obviously i've got to be tall you know we're talking like six six or something sure, i gotta be sure, big um sure. I'm, I'm almost always glistening gonna have to shave constantly obviously uh, yeah yeah uh, gotta got always have that wet look and i have that axe uh, i'm really good with it mentally um mentally when i'm on stage i'm great or, 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 or let me phrase it when i'm in the stage you're format performing. Yeah. yeah when i'm performing like I, I'm in my element. I'm at home. I I just feel one with that. Outside of that, I'm insecure. Oh, okay, okay. You're you're only confident when performing. Yes.
1: Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. Great. Now we've just made your character. That's it. It's done. Awesome. We have we have your we have your weapon. We have your tools, and we have your stats. That's all we need. Now, how do we play? How does the system go? Well, it's pretty easy. The game system. Whenever anybody wants to do anything, and nobody's actively opposing it, and the GM doesn't think success would be automatic, the player rolls dice. Now, these are all six-sided die, okay? Okay. So you only need four because okay. your maximum cliche is four. So four dice, and it it gives right here, it gives a target number table. Five is easy, and thirty is superhuman. You're probably not going mean, to make you get it a thirty. Well, you need five dice and roll all sixes.
0: I only have four. You literally
1: cannot get a 30. Okay, got it. Because you're just starting out. You shouldn't be able to be superhuman just starting out. Fair so enough. That's fine. Now, that is to say jump a fence, raise the portcullis, stuff that is not resisted by anyone else. Then you would just roll against these specific target numbers. Okay. Okay, great. That's awesome. So you roll all your dice and you hit one of these target numbers.
0: Awesome. So as long as I'm wearing my loincloth, I can get 3 dice for my strong man to raise the porcallis. I'm not sure. doing this for any other purpose than for me, and I got myself a uh is it a seven? I got a 9, so I probably didn't raise a heavy one.
1: No, not a heavy one. You you raised a you raised a gate. There we go. Basically. Now if you got a 10, that that is a professional level success. That means you would have raised an actual an actual, you know, uh double wide gate, you know, an actual castle defense. Okay. All right, now let's see if you're going against someone. Someone is actively resisting you. Say you you are in combat. What kind of combat? Argument combat, a horse racing, a dog fight, a psychic duel, a wizard duel, dueling banjos. All of these are <laughs> resisted roles Okay? The GM decides when a combat has begun. At that point, go around the table in rounds and let each combatant make an attack in turn. What constitutes an attack depends on the nature of the fight, but it should always be role-played if dialogue is involved or described in entertaining detail. That's the thing. Entertaining detail. It doesn't have to be ridiculous, but it does have to be detailed. Uh, If it's physical and or dangerous and or does, should involve contraception. Oh, wow. Don't don't read that. The GM will determine (laughs) what type of cliche is appropriate for the fight in a straightforward physical brawl. Cliches like Viking soldier, swashbuckler, or in your case, barbarian would be the way to go. And cliches like hairdresser or strongman or showman would definitely not be because it's not a direct, you know, combat attacks must be directed at an opponent. Both parties in the attack, attacker and defender roll against their chosen cliche, low roll loses specifically the lower, the low roller loses one of his cliche dice for the remainder of the fight. This is a death spiral game. Yes. You'll constantly get worse. Remember, there's no hit points. There's no hit points. When you reach zero dice left over, you lose. Okay. So here, here's the thing. Let's say I am also a barbarian, level four, uh-huh. which means I have four six-sided dice as well. And we are, we are rolling against each other. Uh, attacks must be directed at an opponent now you roll i i'm going to attack you high roll wins so go ahead and roll your roll your four dice yeah i rolled a four plus three is to eleven. 15. Twelve. i only rolled a 13 okay which means at the end of that round my barbarian level is not four it's three when I reach zero dice at the end of a round, in any cliche, mm-hmm. I lose. Now, the winner decides what that loss means. Do you want to kill me? Then I die. Do you want to just knock me out? Then I'm knocked out. Do you want to drive me off? Then I get driven off. I don't get to choose because I lost. You get to choose what happens to me.
0: I I, I like that premise. I do. I do. I, instead of having a, a hard and fast rule.
1: Right. Now, if it's if it's a if it's a dance off, showman is going to is going to win the day. Now, here's the thing. Unless I have a skill that could fight your showman skill, I'm going to
0: automatically lose does showman have any limitations not that i want this game to obviously it's four pages i don't want it to have a crazy sure. limitations. but uh, uh with the premise of this character could a game master say come on you know you're not playing dance dance revolution with that character that's that's not what you're about uh so i'm going to consider that out of your scope and only give you half the dice or is it meant intentionally to be very generic like that
1: it is, it is meant to be as broad as you can make it. So each, each cliche will, 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 will cover as many situations as you can reasonably deduce. For example, showman and entertainer. Two, they have mostly overlap in everything. Okay. You, you said it's, you, you called it something else, but they basically do the same thing. Okay. Showman, entertainer, performer—basically the same thing. Which means, if 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 we are doing say a a, a dance off, you would roll showman, I would roll performer. To okay. to look for successes, high roll wins. So Luger. so
0: in that case, it almost seems like you want to pick more generic and less specific type yes. of cliches. Yes,
1: it will have more utility in the game
0: that that before, part i'm a little, a little skeptical about but but i get it i mean i get it on a simplistic yeah. level but i'm a little skeptical about that only for the regard of uh you know having a little bit of character uniqueness and you know maybe it's just some pedantry on my part not that i say it's necessary i'm just saying i think if i were running it i would have the characters like well if you're a performer what what is your special are, are you are you an actor or a, mu- uh, a magician you know something like that narrow it down at least to something like that uh, to that degree but that's just a personal preference. I'm not saying that the game has I anything wrong with it.
1: Uh, you needn't use the same cliche every round. If a Viking slash swashbuckler or barbarian wants to lop heads one round and switch to swinging on chandeliers the next, that's great. However, anytime a character has a cliche worn down to zero dice in combat, he is defeated. So for example, like you have barbarian and and uh, and showman. You start barbarian. You lose twice. Now you're at barbarian two. And I, I'm still at barbarian four, for example, mm-hmm. which means I'm probably going to win the next barbarian combat because I have I have dice advantage. You decide no. You're going to initiate strongman combat by going up to me and grappling me. Okay. So you roll three dice instead of in instead of two, because you're using a different cliche. You can do that, but. In whatever cliche you use that round, if that cliche is brought to zero, you are defeated. Makes sense. There you go. Uh, dice lost in combat are regained when the combat ends at a healing rate determined by the game master. For example, let's say this: uh, we we are we are a barbarian fighting, and we and we 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 fight to the the where the other person is driven off. You are brought down to zero barbarian cliche. You are defeated. You are driven off. Now, what did we fight with? We fought with axes, which means now you are physically wounded. It's going to take you time to heal, but every increment that you heal, you will gain one more die back of barbarian. Okay. Let's say it was a dance off and you lost all, all three of your showman dice or all four of your, through three of your showman dice, four of your, four of your showman dice, whatever. You lost uh, all your showman dice. Yeah, you are you are disheartened. You're going to have to have a good sleep and a good meal to get your morale back, to to get your showman dice back, to, to to psych yourself back up. <laughs> you got served, right? <laughs> yeah, you you got served. Now you have to skulk away, and uh, and you know, me- mentally r- repair yourself to get back on stage. So it's up to the GM how quickly and how much you re- you recover. To you know, to get your dice back. Now, sometimes you can lose your tools. Like, uh, for example, you use strongman on my axe, breaking it. Okay. Now, axe was a was was my barbarian tool, just like it is yours. Which means instead of four barbarian, I now have two barbarian. So you can use that as a strategy to to bring down my ability to just straight up murder you that's completely legit
0: okay interesting
1: yeah so let's move on to inappropriate cliches as stated above the gm determines what sort of cliches are appropriate for the fight any cliches left over are inappropriate in a physical fight hairdresser is inappropriate in a magical duel barbarian is inappropriate Inappropriate cliches aren't forbidden from the fight. They can still be used to make attacks, provided the player role plays or describes in a really, really entertaining manner. Like like I said, you can use strong man in a fight by grabbing my axe and, and bending it or breaking it, you know, showing your super strength, right? My mom was a hairdresser. She could be dangerous with some scissors. Just saying. Okay, well, <laughs> if you had scissors, maybe you you could use hairdresser in a fight. Fair enough. All combat rules apply normally, with one exception. If the inappropriate cliche wins a combat round versus an appropriate one, the losing player loses three dice rather than one Woo! from his cliche. The inappropriate player takes no such risk and loses only one die of his of his inappropriate cliche. So, I, I bend your axe. I shown you up so bad with a non-combat skill. I busted your ability for combat. You lose three dice. And you lost your axe, which means you're you're at one. You you went from four to one because it's half rounded up, so you you can't round down to zero. So you're you're at one die of barbarian now because I showed you up so bad with some, with a non combat skill, and I took away your ability to combat. You you got owned. Teaming up, two or more characters may form a team in combat for the duration of the team, usually the entire fight or scene. They battle as a single unit and may only be attacked as a single foe. There are two kinds of teams, full-on character teams for PCs and sufficiently interesting NPCs or grunt squads for nameless NPC drones. You know, hordes. Uh, Grunt squads. This is just special effects. When a horde of 700 rat skeletons attacks the PCs within the lair of the wicked necromancer, cliche five, the GM probably won't feel like keeping track of 700 little tiny sets of dice. No. No, he's not. Instead, he can declare them a giant, a a grunt squad fighting as a single foe with skeletal rat horde, seven dice. So instead of 700 ones, you have one seven. Oh, okay. okay. See, you don't, you don't have 700 separate enemies. They're considered a group and they're all defeated or succeed together. Grunt squads stick together as a team until they're defeated, at which point some survivors may scatter, others may be dead, driven off, whatever, doesn't matter. It's uh, that, that grunt squad is now an inner element. It's been defeated. Character teams. When PCs or NPCs worth the attention form a team, the team leader is the character with the highest ranking uh, applicable cliche for the time. For example, if you and a pirate were to team up in combat. I have pirate two, you have barbarian three. Okay. You would be the team leader in combat. Okay. Because you have a higher combat appropriate cliche. Makes sense. You'd be the team leader. If there's a tie, you designate a team leader choice. Everyone rolls dice, but only the team leader's dice completely count. Other team members contribute only their sixes. Oh. Okay. Cliches joined in a team need not be identical and provided the jam can convince they can even be a mix of appropriate and inappropriate for the fight. Like I said, if you have a general enough cliche, you can, you can fit that square peg into a round hole and have it, have it help. Uh, they can eat blah, blah, blah. A group of warriors might be aided by their able minstrel, for example, like, uh, like, um, you have, uh, you have, you, you created a bard, you have bard four. And part of a bard's job is to, is to boost morale for your comrades, right? So you roll that in the team during combat to accentuate their, you know, their, their combat ability. It makes perfect sense. There you go. A uh, group of warriors might be aided by their able minstrel. However, they don't triple enemy dice loss unless the entire team is equally inappropriate. Okay. Yeah. Th- this is the, the whole appropriate, in- inappropriate cliche downside or in- and benefits. Personally, I wouldn't use in in group or team combat. I would use in individual combat. It just it, it it's a an unnecessary complication for a game that begs to not be complicated, right? Okay. So there you go. I mean, unless the the player came up with something really really interesting, yeah, yeah, like you know this this is all this is all swindling the, the GM. This is what this whole game is. <laughs> if you can convince the GM, it's right. That's right.
0: Hey, if you like this game, I'll give you fate, and you can read through that. There you
1: go. There you go. Well, the the GM here has a little bit more control. Uh, Sometimes characters find themselves facing a combat or single action conflict where they simply have no applicable applicable cliche. For example, I'm in a fist fight with you. You have Barbarian 3. I am a cook, a uh, uh, a quartermaster, and a loadmaster. None of those are combat. Right, mm-hmm. I'd even have trouble making one of those inappropriate, un- unless I had cooking utensils on me. Say cooking, maybe, man. Yeah. If I had, if I didn't have cooking utensils on me, I got nothing. Perhaps one character in the party enters a pie eating contest, and his disgusting glutton too cliche. But the rest of the characters are, are our astronauts, or accountants, whatever. This is what happens in situations like this. The GM might grant everybody two free brevet dice or brevet. I don't know. I don't know. It's probably brevet. French. Uh, to play w- with a duration of the conflict, this means the disgusting glutton two would become temporarily disgusting glutton four, and everyone else would be would be disgusting glutton two. Would be regular person talking to a piety contest too. So for so uh, if if we are in a combat and none of my cliches can be jiggered into into combat oriented, we all get plus two. That means your, your three becomes five, my zero becomes two. Now I can fight. You're probably going to win, but I got a shot now. So if you have nothing that fits, you get a plus two, everyone else gets a plus two, and now everyone can play advanced now the, these are these are all advanced options this is last page by the way <laughs> <This> is, <laughs> these are all the advanced options lucky shots hooks and tails that's for it's for adventures and uh actually gaining experience and character advancement and pumps i'm going to go over them very very quickly because this is not necessary to play the game well, because...
0: uh, character advancement is interesting to me because i'd love to see how a character in this type of game is supposed to advance
1: oh, that, that's easy i'll, I'll okay. tell you in a minute Okay. Lucky shots. This option allows players to spend time, some of their 10 starting dice on something other than cliches. A single cliche die can instead buy three lucky shots, spend two dice for six lucky shots, and so on. It's mm. multiples of three. Using a lucky shot boosts any cliche roll by a single die for a single die roll. Lucky shots reset between game sessions. So if this is a one-off you don't want you don't want this. But I, don't, actually, I don't like it anyway, but I get why it's there. Yeah, you get why it's there. But if it's a one-off, you don't want this anyway. Hooks and tails. With this advanced option, players can bargain for extra character creation dice by giving their character a hook and/or a tail. Basically, this is uh, this is taking detriments to your character in the beginning to get more cliche points. For example, the one-armed barbarian. You only have one arm. That's a big detriment for a barbarian. But because of that, you get an extra die in barbarian. Okay. So instead of four, you have five.
0: What would the, what would the drawback be to that? You
1: only have one arm. That, when would that, that, when that, would that is, come into play? That would come into play on in any kind of grapple situation, any kind of uh, holding on to something situation. You only have one arm to hold on with, one hand to hold on with. The the whole saying, hold on with both hands and hold tight. You know, not you. So what's the penalty for that? you would, uh, you're, uh, if you took, if you took strong man, it would be half rounded up. So instead okay. of three, it'd be two. Yeah. If I'm just, tra- I'm sorry. I'm just trying to
0: place yeah. I'm not trying to do any gotchas here. I'm just trying to place like, okay, I see how in a narrative sense that that means something, but what's the game sense of, uh, cause you, if you're just giving me a bonus die to my barbarian, man, I'm going to take all types of these detriments and not care. Well,
1: but. yeah, but in, in a lot of other situations, you're going to be at half dice.
0: Okay. because th- you're at th- half. That bar. makes sense.
1: Yeah. Climbing half dice uh catching half dice stuff like that it's going to come up i yep. mean climbing catching and 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 holding on to things come up a lot in rpgs sorry so it's going to happen so you can do that if you want now you have pumps i don't recommend this one characters may pump their cliche spending an extra effort at the cost of injury oh. uh, injury and injury in this game is losing die losing mm-hmm. dice pool A pumped cliche receives a dice boost lasting a single round of combat. After that round is resolved, the cliche returns to normal and then suffers an immediate dice loss equal to the boost. You get to choose the boost, right? So let's say you have barbarian four. Mm -hmm. You're going up against a barbarian five. Well, you want to win. You decide I want to pump two for that next round. You're barbarian six. But for the round after that, and every round until you regain your barbarian, until you heal, you're at
0: barbarian two. It seems like a last chance thing. Like it doesn't have that's to be a what last I would chance. It's, do it's it. more like
1: a, a last push. Yeah. Right. A last push. So it's dangerous, but it can be very effective. And then we get to the character advancement at the end of each adventure. Each player rolls against each cliche challenged. Any any cliche you actually used okay in the game if the dice land showing only even numbers you advance by a single die two four or six so the more dice you roll the harder it is to advance because the easier it is to roll an odd die Mm -hmm. so that's how you advance adding a new cliche There may come a time when the character has grown and matured enough to justify adding an entirely new cliche to your character sheet. If the player and GM agree, this is the case and agree on the new cliche is the player rolls for advancement as usual, but the new dice earned for that adventure may be put toward the new cliche instead of ones that earn them. For example, you, you, you used barbarian in this adventure. Mm -hmm. You have barbarian showman and strongman, but you want one more. Let's say you want uh, dur- during this during this uh, couple of game sessions you've you've role played learning how to cook. <laughs> you want to cook. Yep. So you roll barbarian. You have barbarian three. You rolled a two, four, and a six. That's all even. You can either have barbarian go to four or have cook go to one. long haul variant instead of rolling against every challenge cliche roll against a single cliche of your choice that's if you want slower advancement in a long-term campaign no you don't so (laughs) there's that and that's it that is the whole game again it took us five minutes to make your character took five minutes to understand the rules
0: and then you're you're playing the game yep then you're playing I, i have one rules change i would make to it and that's the only thing i could think of off the top of my head and that's uh i would want uh i would change the dice to exploding dice otherwise it's too much of a death spiral at least give the person rolling two dice the chance to to increase that number yeah that that's the I, only i can that's, understand that that's the only thing that uh, i was like hmm maybe that would do because not that i'm against death spiral especially when we get in the free league stuff you'll see it there but um this death spiral is pretty i'm rolling five it, it, dice versus three it's fast Yeah, Yeah, it's fast. Now, to be fair, you're meant to heal from this damage relatively quickly. Yeah, and you're very clear that it's not death, also. I choose what happens. And it's very easy to say, hey man, blood, sweat, and tears. We got you. Let me lift you up. Hey, good fight. Let's move on. You know, especially. And
1: of course, if if it's if it's a showman slash performer battle, yeah, winning, you can't kill the other person. It's not a deadly combat. It is psychological. You make him run off, he starts crying, and he he goes to his mama. and 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 cry some more that's what happens you know you, you can't kill him by by you know dance off you, you can't kill someone with a dance off so
0: yeah right. there it is ready for Let's some look chat at some, uh, chat okay what do we got first one is uh how long, how has... long has
1: reason it's been a product
0: uh i don't know but i think it was like 2014 or 2000, something
1: 1993 oh that's geez really? Copyright.
0: 1993 is the first copyright well, guess what? I was going to say I like how it's written. <laughs> you know what I mean when I say that. We'll just leave it yeah. there. I, l- I like how it is written. So good job writing this. Uh. Really like Arises. classic example of super simple and open skill-based system.
1: Yes. Yes. Now, like like I said, it's very GM heavy. The game master has to carry a lot of the weight in this game. Lots of adjudication, lots of judgment calls. But if your game master's up for it, This is really easy for
0: players to just walk into. It's too close to fate for me in terms of that. It's a bullshit, the GM type game. I like it. I like it as presented. It does come down to die rolls though. Well, I mean, well, so does that, but I mean, I like it as presented in terms. It's four pages. It's fun. uh, You know, it's, it's, it presents itself the way it's meant to be played, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So for all of that, I will not hate on the game. Uh, we'll have a question later that'll help. I'll dive into uh, more, which will help clarify that. But uh, can, can you, you combine con- cliches to get a bonus, such as combining barbarian and strongman by running around with a cast iron club? No, it's it, it. It was I. I kind
1: of breezed over it, but you can only use one die pool, one cliche per per action taken. You can't combine die pools in any way. Use and that makes one sense. Or the other, not both because that would that that would uh, give give too much weight to the person who's like i want to be our barbarian swashbuckler viking all three of those things can be used in combat so i'm gonna i'm gonna pull all of them now i got 10 dice no no can't do that so only only one cliche per roll is used
0: and it, but it also, the flip side of this allows effective use of those cliches, you know, uh, even outside the inappropriate ones. You might have two that are appropriate and you're, you're getting low on one. You can pop into that other one. It's like changing, yes. you know, like yeah. a martial arts stance. So that to speak. is
1: completely fair. If you are a barbarian monk, you can, you can drop your, uh, your axe. Screw that axe. And, and now fight as a monk because you got too low in barbarian. That's legit. That's <laughs> completely fair. You can do that. Only one cliche at a time, though.
0: Obviously, HD is not smelling what the rock is cooking, but he did at the end. He added cook to the barbarian. So... I did. I added
1: cook, so I'm smelling it now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and finally, and this is uh, curious why this game would not be viable for a long-term campaign. Okay. The reason being is because it's so
1: simple that it's really hard for, for players to uh emotionally attach themselves to the successes and failures of characters that are made in five minutes or less than in most cases it's difficult for characters to people for players to care long enough for a long-term game that's why i say that now is it impossible of course not of course not can it can this be a long-term game it can I don't see a lot of situations where it'll be fun for everyone as a long-term game, but if you can do it, good on you. That's
0: fair. Yeah. I mean, I, I see that, that it can be a long-term campaign. Not that I would want to do it in this format. I think the die rules are a little too simplistic where you're going to cap, even with that slow, you know, methodology of leveling, you're going to cap them out pretty quickly or it's going to become kind of boring eventually. And well, you roll D6s or just a D20 in other games. I know, but uh, this one, it, this one also be a tiring game. And the reason I say that is because when you expect players to use a lot of imagination, which is something that I uh, approve of and appreciate, they get tired after a couple of hours of always they trying do, to think of. Yeah,
1: yeah I mean, uh, f- uh, a player having to constantly think outside the box will be mentally draining after a couple of hours. And with, with this game, sometimes you just have to think outside the box. For for example, the uh, even through advancement, the maximum cliche you can get is six. Yeah, that's the cap. And in in the in the seven hundred skeletal rat thing, they had a seven. So if you're going to fight the skeletal rat in combat, the most the most you can get is six dice. He's going to have seven dice. He's going to have an advantage on you from the get go. And this is a death spiral game, which means advantage in the beginning leads to success in the end. Well, that's when the team play comes in and hope that your team team members help you with some sixes and and inappropriate cliches come in. That's when thinking outside the box come in. For example, uh, undead rats, 700 undead rats. You, uh, you are a uh, electrician. (laughs) No, no. uh, You are a zookeeper. As as one of your cliches, zookeeper too. you, you whistle and, and you call a leopard. These are rats. They're scared of cats, and they don't have. They they get two dice, and and you get because they have, they have all they have is combat right or rat things. This is anti rat things. So they they get they get two dice, and you now have four dice, and then they lose three dice from their main attribute if the cat disperses them. They went from a seven to a four. Now you have a six. You're winning. You got advantage by thinking outside the box. That's tiring after a while.
0: So, I, I mean, I, all told, I—I I mean, I like the sound of it. It's one of those games that if somebody say, "Hey, we're going to do this," I'm, I'm with Ethan Dog. Not that I don't think it can be a campaign. I wouldn't want to do it for a campaign, but it's like you know what? We got a couple people out of town for a, a week or two. We're going to play one session, two sessions of it. I'd say, okay,
1: yeah, it's great.
0: Uh, I got Fate because it's recommended only find it's a choose your own adventure. I saw fate as more how much can you bullshit the the game master? That, that, that's what I didn't like. But I didn't see it so much as choose your own adventure, though. I mean, it may be true. I'm not saying that that's necessarily wrong. But it's like, how do I BS this background to attempt this ability? Uh, uh, anyway, but uh, no, I'll told I give this game a thumbs up based on your presentation yeah. here of it. Yeah. It so is, go it is check it out. It's the time. best price ever on DriveThruRPG. RPG. <laughs> true. Best price you can get. It's free. I and I looked that up yesterday when I was uh checking to see if there's any art or something out there and I was like, huh, let me go see what uh uh if I was gonna go look it up and then I saw a price 0.00. Really? Okay. There uh, we go. Uh I'll pop that out. That's comments, that's everything. All right, so uh with that, I don't have the brands up. There we go. Please subscribe, like, share covering some i don't know if anybody even talks about rhesus i still want to call it rhesus but <laughs> whatever
1: hey Where you know it's what we,
0: we could both be wrong i don't know rhesus <laughs> russus russus well that's a ri- Ris. yeah whatever rhesus yeah, yeah Rises. Rises. There, you go. there you go it could be that rhesus uh, okay we're done uh but uh yeah i mean check it out uh if anybody else is covering it you know i guess uh you know, we're not as unique as I thought, but you know, we're pretty unique in this one right now. I, I haven't seen any, so give us a like, subscribe, share. I don't know what the hell I'm saying anymore, so I'm out. I quit. Game over. All right. Okay, for segment three today, you guys kind of, uh, you want to get the link out there while I talk about segment three? Yeah, hang on. Oh, you, uh, you can't get it to the rumble side. So no. right. the link is out there. As per normal, there's going to be one per normal thing and then one not Per normal thing, as per normal, I'll put it on the screen. Check your audience surrounding. One question or comment related to segment one or two, we'll respond. One follow up to our response, and then you're out. Watch the language, but also in the meantime, we're combining this in with segment three. <laughs> 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 laughing at your comments, so we'll have that fill in some blank, uh, some blank time as uh, people pop in or not. So let me get those comments up. It's on one of these 8 million tabs I've got here. They're there. So, and I'm going to actually just keep it over there. So, uh, let me refresh it. See if we got any in while the stream is going on. I should say while, not well, but you know, I'm Minnesotan. Um, hey. 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 No, that's Don't Kanadistan. Know? Don't you know? We say woofta. I actually woof-da. said it the other day on accident. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like woofta so he looked at me like what i was like i didn't say that leave me alone <laughs> uh share screen and there we go i'll zoom in a little bit on those things because i can't read them now i'm only really going to cover the ones that are about sean and uh kevin being here because that's what last week was right okay. and when people pop in to join you know we'll we'll hold the comments and Sure. else we'll get through a few of these someone pops in we'll we'll bring them on and then go back to comments yeah so i i'm so derek i don't know and i'm not saying this disparagingly i'm saying this in all honesty because i can't tell i don't think that english is his first language
1: yeah I, I, I read some that? of his comments and i believe
0: that to be the case okay which yeah so so if it is well then i got jokes but if it's not uh try to read this uh it's not palladium riffs authors acting as the ultimate GM, putting the participating player customer into the ultimate no-win situation. When every roadblock on the surface is designed for you not to ultimately win and save... And save... I don't know what that is. And save the F you are...
1: Yourself. Oh, save
0: yourself. Okay. uh, Save yourself. Okay. I read this one multiple times. I... Didn't know what I, I don't know what point it was trying to make. Let's just put it there. I, I read this one earlier and I was like, was it something that we had said? Is something that Kevin had said? I, I didn't know what the reference to this was. Do you? I don't know what this was in reference was.
1: Uh, if if you if you're referencing a certain part of a video, it's a really good idea to, to timestamp it. That way, we know exactly what you're talking about and we're all on the same page. Maybe it was a uh, chat AI wrote this one. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, lastly, kids play games. Adults participate in. Uh, training called simulations full-scale creatures and npcs in solo vr and beyond wow beyond the supernatural
0: and with holography what yeah he's i i, I think i think what uh what, what the what point I mean. is is we were talking in one of these about uh updating the books to a more modern state oh yeah yeah a, a,
1: a single core rules book and then all the other ones are are uh uh
0: setting supplements we talked about that. But I, I, again, I don't fully know. We got a couple from him in a row here. Super high quality PDFs and very high quality printing on demand would help with the cost of production. Now this is written in real sentences, so this is why yes, I'm confused. He got this one. Uh, selling direct to the public while not needing to warehouse at all in hopes that they will sell is ultimately economically beneficial. The thing is, yeah. is he's got the warehouse either way. Yeah, the, no, no the, the thing is uh, uh, print on demand is cool it's neat. I
1: love it. It's great. But the, the, the problem is a lot of times the bigger, the book, the more problems, the bigger, the book you have, you have a quality issues. Paper starts, starts releasing itself from bindings, stuff like that. Uh, I I've even seen bindings snap in half because the, 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 the print on demand couldn't, couldn't properly make a book that thick, but I've also seen where 500 page books are just fine print on demand i've seen it too but do, as a as a company who respects your customers do you want that chance
0: they said no so that's where that's where they stand uh the vtt must integrate holography really <laughs> ar he, and vr he wants a he wants a whole virtual environment game engines uh right, it's mostly necessary vtt works best in riffs well savage world's Rift has a vtt from what i understand now this future is possible until the structure and core of the Megaverse is solidly secured. That all is necessary in order to move forward. Uh, okay, so I think what he's saying here
1: consolidation of rules and and uh, yeah. and skills and all that stuff is 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 required to to make the whole virtual tabletop game be ubiquitous and be able to be used in all these different settings. I get that.
0: Yeah, I mean that's it's not a hundred percent true, but it certainly makes it easier. Well, yeah. but so Randy was on the Friday Night Chill Stream. So Randy from Biggest is... And I asked, I posed him the question that Sean posed: Would you rather have a uh, uh, Would you rather have a new book, or would you rather have us fix old book? There's only two of us, right? Well, Randy actually, uh, he took the opposite track. He's like, Yeah, fix some of those old ones. <laughs> so, and in some regard, I agree with him when it comes to the core books like Riffs, After the Bomb, Beyond the Supernatural, Beyond the Supernatural Whatever. I agree with them. When it comes to supplements, you know what? Let's hold out on make new supplements. Don't fix old supplements that might not be from first or second edition, whatever, until you have that new core done. Right. It, because then, the, then do you have a solid jumping off point? Yeah. Yeah, but I like that. again. They're two. Like they're two that. people. So,
1: but uh, this, uh, Derek here, he he wants he wants the the anime esekai stuck in a stuck in a video game play with all it's all you know virtual. Virtual tabletop, as in virtual reality simulator type thing, and uh, that 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 sounds like what he's going for. And if you want to play a video game, you should play a video game.
0: I thought I, I don't want to. Read let's, that. let's move away from Derek yeah. now. Let's, let's yeah. move away from. Him. So uh, uh, good job, lads. That's Azure. You know Azure Room. Right? Yeah, who that is? Okay. Uh, thanks, L. Uh oh. Never know what's. To- oh wait, this yeah, this is so that uh, Savage Worlds is garbage. So of course Savage Rifts is garbage. I wouldn't say Savage Worlds is garbage. Yeah,
1: Savage Worlds, like 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 I said, the game system itself is good. It's it's it has it's simple, but it has the it has the uh the easy addition of complexity. If you want it, it's great. I just don't like you know tainting IPs. It it hurts my soul. I don't like it.
0: Oh, maybe you should consider using crowdfunding to not only gauge interest, but willingness to pay as well, like, uh,
1: see that that's the problem with, with, uh, with crowdfunding and, uh, and established companies. I don't believe this is my belief. I don't believe established companies should use crowdfunding. It's stealing from the, from the, from, from the guy who's trying to build something. If you've already built something, build on what you've done. You should have money if you're successful. You should have money to build something else. If not, then guess what? That's the definition of not being successful.
0: I you disagree 100%. Really? one hundred percent. Really? It's you, you just think that
1: established it, companies should should take money for for a product just, that doesn't. Just exist another
0: tool for marketing. No. that's it's just another tool i mean i I think it is there to gauge interest um i know a lot of people complain about oh big companies shouldn't do it because it's pushing out the little companies people buy what they want to buy no matter what that's like amazon pushing out the uh the box store it's just part of the next evolution if you want to call it of marketing and strategy and look i used to beta test games then beta test turned into early access, and now I don't do any of that stuff because you know it's... the people do it for free. Every, or nearly every they game, pay to... money to be alpha testers, even. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, God, every game nowadays has an uh, early access, and and mm-hmm. I I see Kickstarter is kind of the same thing. You know, again, Kickstarter, IndieGoGo, GoFundMe, whatever it happens to be, I see crowdfunding is the same thing. Um, and this might be a good example of when to crowdfund. I'm not saying every book Palladium does should be crowdfunded. I'm saying that this might be a good example of like, you know, we're not sure we want to do it or, you know, people say they want it, but do they really want it? Then putting it out there, all of a sudden goes, okay, proof is in the pudding. Show us you want this. Show me the money. Uh, um, but I mean, I get the point that you're coming from. I just, I just disagree with that. Uh, the large company thing. Um, what a gorgeous pair of men. I hope he's talking about us. He wasn't. Yes. Or yeah, she. I don't know.
1: Je- Jedis are girls too. I don't know.
0: Except for I had it, uh, you know, blocked out. Uh, that's Friday Night Chill Stream. Okay, these books are damn near indestructible. <laughs> I'll be able to pass them on to my kids. He's not lying. He's not lying.
1: They not, None of my plating books have, fall apart. Here. This book has... The, my my Mechanoid's book has been through the shit. I mean, it's got... It's got uh, page it's It's got a uh, flood damage, all that,
0: but it's got every single page. Look at that. Look at that damage. I can Look tell that, you that, some staining. of my early after the bomb supplements scare me a little bit when I open them up, but they've never Look fallen apart. Look at that standing right <laughs> there. Look at that staining. It was in
1: a flood. Books in a flood are dead. Nine times out of 10, they die. This thing never hasn't lost a page. None of these pages are ripped. It's it's still in perfectly serviceable, if not mint. It's not mint, but perfectly serviceable book, and and I've had this for twenty some odd years. It's great.
0: Uh, Bruce says, "Piso's uh, never figured out how to do the hardcover binding on there." Um, I have a bunch of modern. In books our experience,
1: that... hardcover is more difficult to make a lasting book that you use often. If well, you want to use
0: it for show, then you're fine. My old school ones last. My modern ones are the ones that fall oh, apart, yeah, and I, I blame I blame, I blame Free League for that. Also, like almost all of my Free League hardcovers, I open them like ten times, and I start oh, getting yeah, nervous about them. I,
1: I gotta say, it's Star Trek Adventures again. I mean, I four days of of research to make slides. The book was
0: falling apart. Four yeah. days. It's crazy. Uh, so uh, let me do that. Just so that it helps. Oh Jesus, what happened? Uh, it helps remind me that I've read it. Did I miss some chat? and did it just skip on me? Okay, no. it, it, there we go. Stop scrolling, pick pick a lane. Well, no, I have to find where we were. <laughs> it popped me back. Okay, then get the rules right. Now, this one I think I, I read and I understood. Um, okay. And get the rules right and streamline before someone who chooses to reinvest in the brand or are new can allow a system to then move forward cleanly in the 21st century one of my things that we talked about a little bit after the stream is one of the things that makes me very nervous about anybody who has a new edition or updates or whatever is they fall into the tone of uh let say everything from what do we call a uh, sensitivity readers and so forth and while palladium doesn't seem like it would want to go in that direction one of my concerns would be that they take a look at it and all of a sudden it's written we'll just call it in uh, 1984 Newspeak. like not looking for that just looking for better editing next month when we do hyperborea next month because i've been flipping through the hyperborea 3 ebook i don't know what who jeffrey telanian gets to to put his books together and whatever you might think about the rules or the organization within those chapters, those chapters are flowing. He, my, the order of operations for next for the next month is right there. And it's like one, two, three, four, it just, it flows nicely. From beginning of the game into the end of the game. Now, people might quibble, I want character creation at the end. Fine, you want character creation at the end. I don't care. Uh, but this this flows just from getting the book to making a character, all the steps to making a character in the last chapter is combat because that's the last thing you have to worry about in the game boom there it is uh that's what i would like to see from palladium you know the rules themselves and some of the people who commented out there and we got a few of them you know all hardcore about if you want to fucked up the books in the first place it's like calm down (laughs) like we all know that there are issues we've mentioned it a bunch of times but uh you know again two people do you want the new books or do you want the old books and if you want the old books let them know if you want the new books let them know a, right, no yeah. one I, I put out the link again
1: and no one wants in well no one has any questions comments or concerns about anything
0: this is great about about Conan 2d20 or or uh rhesus pieces uh, Mr. Sean, is, <laughs> Sean is getting Kevin's accent <laughs> uh if it don't have the plate and peel it doesn't have the appeal okay that's nice I like that I want that on a t-shirt <laughs> what the hell is i think it's i look i love that reaction that's why i made a clip was of that good. one yeah that was good i saw that one that was funny uh y'all got any more of the palladium peel nope i fixed mine legit funny moment let's get off the shorts okay when the party goes to mexico and vampires murder everyone sometimes no one makes it out i think this was in relation yeah, to the fact yeah, that you were yeah. saying that some classes you know so right, not every right, character is meant to live
1: Yeah. So like say the, the witch or, or the, or the shifter or whatever, you know, there's no one there to tell the story because everyone died because of you. Well, if you go to Mexico, there's no one there to, to, you'll never be able to tell anyone what you found there because you're never coming back. You just died.
0: Uh, okay. So love this series of interviews with Kevin and Sean played palladium in the late eighties, early nineties. All my books are still holding together nicely. See, Might be peeling, but they hold the game. TMT, unfortunately, I think you meant to say, did not survive house flooding. Otherwise, that should be fortunately. But either way, Kevin and Eric got our group through boarding school with such fond memories. That's Eric Wujic for people who don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. Recently got back in the hobby and it's nice that the core hasn't changed too much. And that's something that I think we were very adamant about with, uh, with them. Like, you know, we know we say we want to see edits. We know we want to say consolidate or whatever it is. Like we talked about that universal core thing, whatever you happen right. to do. Don't change your rules. Yeah. Keep, yeah, it, palladium. keep it palladium. Right. <laughs> oh my God. There's so much more riffs lore to ingest.
1: Yeah. It's <laughs> like true. Ingest. Yeah. Riffs. The, the, the train kept moving, man. If you got off, then uh, you're gonna have to play catch up because the train is moving.
0: Just make it awesome. Roll twenty character sheet. Don't use roll twenty; they hate you. Uh, an AutoCalc PDF sheet. Um, they have the there is an AutoCalc PDF sheet. Uh, oh, it's not PDF. Sorry, it's a Excel sheet, and that's my I problem. I don't I don't use Excel. Oh, I okay. I use Open Office here, and I tried to convert it to Open not Open Office. Sorry, I used to use that a long time. I use Google uh, the Google the Google Docs. I use Google Docs, oh, okay. and it doesn't it doesn't work. And if so you use um, Libra office it works. Does it? Yeah. Okay, I can check that out because that's free too. Um yeah, just is. a couple more here. Oh wow. Somebody commented Wizards. I'll have to get back to that. Um Loving Rifts and Palladium are just not surviving but thriving. Yeah. And you know, I'm I'm glad to be for whatever we said about all the various Palladium things. I am glad that we were here uh to help. Give away some gift, uh, gift certificates to help p- promote it out there. Uh, Kevin and Sean did say that through some of our videos, people put comments out there saying, hey, thanks to Legion of Myth, uh, I'm buying some uh, some Palladium products. I said that there were people who did that. So thank you to you guys. and awesome. Thanks. Keep that up. Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's, uh, like I said, just cut couple more here. Oh, uh-oh. One guy talks about the game. The other guy talks about himself. Well, I'm guessing it's me that talked about myself. okay Yep. I don't know. I mean, we'll go with how it. Yeah. I don't know what that. I don't again. I don't know. It's, if you don't reference the comment, or at least give me a timestamp, how am I supposed to know what this? Oh is? no! This this
1: was me, right? Ninjas and super spies. That that was me. So I was talking about the game, and and you were talking about whatever else, or you okay. were commenting on it. So yeah, it, it's you. You're 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 the bad guy in that
0: scenario. Good job. That's fine. Okay. Good. <laughs> <I don't> just, <laughs> um. See, the one takeaway I noticed, Kevin sits back and says nothing. Well, the argument takes place. I wouldn't call it an argument. Like, I know how it presented out there, but even after discussion. re-watching it, it wasn't, it, it, even after the fact, I was like, okay, I got to watch this and see you know how bad it was. No, it was less, it was more tame than I even remembered as sitting there. Well, I, I, I tried to roadblock it at the end. Like, okay, hang on, hang
1: on. We just formed the question incorrectly. Try it again.
0: The, the, the main the takeaway i was trying to get sean to see is that does it doesn't matter how many times he says i'm here for palladium actions speak louder than words and when there's a savage you know when there's still savage riffs product that that isn't being converted to palladium at least according to you know what current standards say i don't know if they're going to convert them or not um when when there's a vtt for savage uh, savage riffs when there are minis coming out for Savage Rift, when all these things seem to be coming up. Too much time and
1: resources are being moved over to the not Palladium system. And
0: that's disheartening and disturbing. And it doesn't matter how many times he sits there. I'm with Palladium. Actions speak louder in words. So that's all I always tr- The perception is, this isn't that I disagree with him. I believe, I actually think I said it down here. It's like, uh, uh, kind of like Sean is the that scenario. Either way, I love him and their passion for Palladium books. I'm believing him in the words that he says, but we got to see actions going forward. And I was trying to explain that, hey, people don't see it that way. And he thought that was disingenuous. And I get it from his perspective. He's like, I'm trying to tell you I'm here for Palladium. What else can I do? And you guys are saying that's not what I'm doing. And yet that is what, what I'm doing. Him do palladium <laughs> don't do savage world riffs do palladium stuff you got to prove it
1: he wants to prove it he hasn't been able to prove it yet because this stuff is isn't out of the pipe yet i get it yeah but until that happens there's going to be doubt yep
0: that's just how it works oh i didn't see this. this Will be a last one Tell me another game where a character is a cyborg dragon with laser eyes who dies getting torn apart by hordes of psycho op vampires in Mexico. None, I tell ya. Gonzo is a fam. Uh, that's the whole point. The game is pure metal. I'll give you that. That's fair.
1: That's fair. Yeah, I mean, you you can play it that way. I I you know, Max and I like to play a little more reserved, a little less Gonzo, a little less you know more more of the probable rather than possible. But uh, if you want to go just possible, yeah, that that can easily happen. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the dog insert summoner at you die kevin eh, maybe <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> okay 75 yeah, percent chance whatever yeah it's great all right so there we go then we went through some of the comments this is how we're going to kind of do the comments thing in the future uh i think it works out nobody popped in for us to talk no. to so uh i guess we're that, ending the show yeah yeah there you go uh so let's get the end of the show stuff up i i don't really have um too much to say um in terms of words of wisdom other than i guess i'll just reiterate one more time uh not trying to mess with the conan 2d 20 i'm not just trying to breeze through oh my god get it done i'm not trying to do i just don't want the segments i think this one's going to be like an hour and a half long again and this is gonna be one video because there's really no place in there as you see cut yeah, yeah. Because how can you cut it when it talked about reserve actions here, and then it did four pages later. Like I was saying, when you went to the bathroom, you may have heard me. You know, Crafty's jumping in saying this is what mental damage is. I'm like, I know mental damage comes later. You were repeating or you were stating points, having me stop at certain points that I knew were coming up later. I stopped myself at a couple of points that I that I didn't need to because I knew it was, because that formatting of that chapter is just. Ah. So uh, yeah, it's just it, it is what it is. It's not. I'm not trying to to. Yeah, I'm not trying to belittle the game, and I'm not trying to just, whatever, let's get through it. It Really trying to get it right at the same time. It's more about, hey, this is what the book offers. If you like what it offers, you want to know more, buy it. If you think it's for you, buy it. I'm not trying to detail every combat action for you. So that, that's really all I want to get out there, and it seems like I saw your comment on Discord oh I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, so, anyway, with that, I will I'll block his face, and then uh, Heathen Dog can uh, roll us out of here. Oh, by the way, the the... This is gonna lead into he hasn't started yet, but it will lead into if you hang hang out in uh after the theme song, it'll go to GM's Elcove and his Pathfinder game that he's got starting at five, my time zone, so 45 minutes. There we go. Now you can go, Heathen Dog.
1: All right. Well, I wanna thank everyone for stopping by listening to us rant and and talk about uh stuff that we don't know and <laughs> all that stuff because you know what? For every 10 things we say, one of them is pure gold. The other is a nugget of not gold coming out of our butts. But yeah, you know what? Highlight the gold. It's all good. And uh, you know what? Uh, since since rhesus Reese's, rhesus whatever you want to call it, is absolutely free, go ahead and download it. Put it on your PC. Are you going to use it? Maybe, maybe not. It's always good to have something free and easy in your back pocket for, for the days when everything goes pear-shaped.